0: Pandora's box is about to open wide.
1: Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome again to Pandora's box. Drew, you were just asking me um, about Robert F. Kennedy. He's oh. sort of making the rounds on them is he? He's quite big in the... Mm. In, yeah, I, don't know, I don't know about in the news. Mm. Probably, probably in the
2: American news. He's running news. for president, isn't he?
1: Yeah, man. I mean, I, I'm not going to pretend I know loads about him, but from what I've seen, I'm a big fan. Oh, me too, man. 100%. I didn't know about him at all, and I, I saw
2: him just randomly on the Aubrey Marcus podcast, yeah. like, big fan of Aubrey Marcus. thought, who is this guy? He's got a crazy voice, but, he's, but what yeah, he's saying... Yeah, I don't saying, know. Has he got some sort of condition? You yeah, know? and um, and... Uh, it was um,
1: doesn't affect him physically
2: though because he's no mate, he's he to Gold. he goes to gold's gym every week like mate, you know
1: well he's he's uh, really really good friends with Arnold Schwarzenegger mm. yeah? and I know that where Arnold was obviously married to Maria Shriver who basically is a Kennedy mm. and the Shrivers and the, Ken- the Shrivers and the, the Kennedys are like the same family. Um, when Arnie was married to Maria they used to spend loads and loads of time together oh, and wow. I don't know if I don't know if he like already worked out or if it like spending so much time with Arnie and then Arnie got him into it mm. but I mean talk about a good guy to like have knowledge mm. from do you know what I mean like basically he was like a family member by like you know by law mm. not by blood obviously but like I mean what a guy to learn off yeah man but they would have they definitely like went to dinners together and like chilled out and there's lots of pictures of them like smoking cigars together oh that's together so cool because
2: and... I wondered that I thought it'd be really cool if like he knew Arnie <laughs> yeah they're, still they're, the, they're really good
0: friends the California <laughs> mayor who no
1: Arnold no, no, he wasn't anymore. the mayor he was the governor whoa he was the governor yeah. of California for two terms I think I think two terms might have been three terms is mm-hmm. that is that the maximum um I don't know. I don't right. know. I don't think it's the maximum, no. but that was just
2: that, that was it that, was, that, was, his right, that was just yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Enough. I know you're really you had- interested in the um the doc the Arnie documentary. Did you watch it all Netflix. in these? Yeah. yeah man, I watched so it on the way the to Peru. I I yeah. downloaded them all. And yeah. then like, cuz I had like you know like a like a 10 hour flight mm. over there I was I just had them all on Netflix on my iPad and I was just watching them like oh this is he so He had quite cool. like
1: an up and down like political yeah, career didn't he like yeah. he like started off like super popular mm. and then the people sort of like w- like went mate, against them because smoke of that smoking intent films. he had mate what like, a legend yeah like, like yeah what just
2: like, he's like I do not know how to do it but I will do it. this is my way and it's like and they were all saying like that's the way it needed to be yeah, done Yeah like people it's, loved it, war- it yeah it was it was it was kind of like just in these like open chats that yeah. you know Open chats in the in the smoking tent, you know, everyone able to see who's going in there and stuff, and mm. just like everyone thinking, why aren't I in there? You know, it's just yeah. like <laughs> so cool,
1: man. What a legend! But yeah, um, I know because Robert F Kennedy. I don't know if you remember, he is like mentioned and shown in that Arnold documentary a little mm. bit. He is like I can't remember. It's like if it's like the more like family based one, whatever. But that bit, yeah, that's a great documentary. Anyway, yeah, it's it's, so like, was it like three or four part? think there's four part in it but it's, it's like yeah. bodybuilding early life and then it's like movies mm. and then it's like politics and then is it like i can't remember is it like wrapping up again like yeah it might it, only be three even i can't remember if it's three or four but mm. yeah it might be the same one almost like talking about his family life and wrapping up might be the same one as the politics i can't remember mm. yeah. it's been like probably about a month now since i watched it yeah so good
2: though and like yeah and robert Robert Kennedy Jr. Robert F. Kennedy. Yeah. Yeah. what does he
0: stand for? That might be a hard question to answer. But so I he, really know. his
2: whole whole past forty years, his professional career, typical Kennedy, been, really has been right. in um, in suing um, big firms for like polluting like like mm. things and stuff. Like there's this river, I can't remember what what river it is that's in America, but it was like one of the most like polluted rivers and basically like i can't remember just, what state it was i can't remember but now Is it like ohio after, or something like that. yeah and and it's gone from being Look. one of the most polluted to be to being one of the most biodiverse now whoa and um and and yeah and it's all based on like you know like just suing these these companies and getting new laws put in place to stop them polluting it and stuff so mm. his he's been like really really environmental and really like right. just just Deep in that kind of world of like, like trying to do the right thing by like nature and stuff. He's a very mm. moral man. And like mm. now, after like um he, he's like vaccinated and um and, and you know like the, with the whole start of the COVID thing and everything, um, but has gone deep into um like actua- basically corruption. the, the corruption behind like, ooh, behind, like behind, like behind Pfizer it. and all of those yeah, big companies, and and, and and like and and you know and. Brings out all of this information that is like crazy, mm. um, and he's bringing it out. to like, but his stuff is getting cancelled on YouTube and everything like that. Yeah. So one of getting the things,
1: one yeah. of the things that I didn't know, which he, which I heard him say, which I thought was cr- absolutely crazy, he, he's basically explaining that there's no incentive for um, big companies like Pfizer to make sure that any of their vaccines are unharmful mm. because the way that the law is set up. Is that you cannot sue a company for being damaged by a vaccine, which is, which it sounds crazy. Mm. Like, you think that, mm. like, well, it, in, like, in pretty much anything mean. else in life, mm. like, if you were sat in a restaurant and the roof collapsed on your head, mm. the restaurant would probably be held liable for that. Do you know what I mean? If, like, someone freaking crashed into you in your car and broke your legs, you better sue him for freaking mm. loads and mm. loads of money. But why if. If, you're, if, if they they're a, a company pass, man. which is specializing and their whole entire job in life is basically to to make people healthier and to prevent illnesses and infectious diseases by giving you a vaccine, um, then, you know, you should obviously trust as a member of the public, that's like a taxpayer, etc., etc., that these vaccines are going to be safe. Now, in some cases, people die from vaccines. In mm. other cases, they might be disabled for the rest of their lives. You know, you, um it might have. There could be a myriad of of all different types of of, of health complications that you could get from it. But because of the fact that they are not held liable for it, there's no incentive for them to do better. And as mm-hmm. you see in anything in life, without incentive, people end up sort of dwindling. Mm. You know, they just they the there's if if um Pfizer knew that say they gave, um, let's just say, obviously it would be like way, way more than this, but let's just say Pfizer gave 1,000 people a vaccine and 100 people had a reaction to that, 10 people died, the other 90% had health issues varying from having to go to hospital for minor things right up to disability, right? That would be already be enough, that the lawsuits would be so much, their incentives to make sure that they were giving people quality products would be 100-fold mm-hmm. overnight. But because they're not held, held liable, um, it's almost like it it, it it promotes almost like a whatever mentality. Yeah. Because they're making freaking loads of money, that mm. they're, they're making billions and yeah. billions of because dollars. It, because
2: they make it like mandatory as well on like when when kids well, are born co- and stuff. Like, well, you know, yeah, 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 right, yeah. So I, so so it so it is like they, they know that they're going to get a certain amount every year. Like like a demand for the vaccines, yeah. if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like that, like I don't know. If they, it, I don't know if it's mandatory. Not mandatory, I, but like, uh, what's it? What's routine? the word? Routine, routine um, procedure. Uh, well, I yeah. know with like
1: Evie. I'd obviously it was a different country, but we get like so when she was born, we would get like um there's like Measles, a letter, mumps, rubella. rubella. You yeah. get like a letter. So funnily enough, Evie just got her her um, latest ones through the other day. And don't get me wrong, um, I do think it's very much worth getting most of the vaccinations for mm. children. And I and actually it's funny because it's funny we bringing this up because. One of the things I wanted to talk about on today's pod was um not necessarily vaccinations, but one of the things I thought was quite interesting was would be to talk about um leading causes of death a hundred years ago compared to today mm. um oh we'll sort of mix it in with this, so mm. it was like basically what they, it it was infections, so infections were the leading cause of death a hundred years ago in nineteen thirty um sorry nineteen twenty three um and that wasn't just infections, say from like wounds that would then get infected which then people would die from that, which is sort of quite crazy to think of us today, isn't it? Because you can just take antibiotics and stuff and, and, mm. and get sorted out, like, most of the time. Obviously, antibiotics don't all, always work. If you're very, like, weak or sickly or elderly, then sometimes you still will die. But most of the time, you can get a course of antibiotics that's specialised to your sort of whatever you've got, and whether it's flu or there's, oh, there's so many different antibiotics nowadays, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, a lot of these in, infectious diseases, like, that, was, that would have being the number one cause of people dying obviously nowadays um infectious diseases aren't even in like the top three of like leading causes of mortality it's it's the number one is is um uh like cardiovascular disease Mm. so some sort of like you know heart attack things Mm. like that Mm. and i think second is like cancers um whereas like cancers and heart attacks like things like that that wasn't like even i don't think that was even like top five 100 years ago so i'm not i'm not what i'm and I think uh, this is what Robert F. Kennedy would say as well, and that's the thing is because you were saying he actually is vaccinated, so this it's hilarious because people make out that he's like an anti vaxxer mm. He's not, and neither am I. But he, I think that voice thing
2: is something to do with uh, with is inoculation. It? Yeah, it's is like it really? He, he had a, an adverse effect. Uh, like, like I did like not know that. effect from it, and now he's li- looked deeply into all of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then he was talking about um, he was doing these like road things, like t- talking about. Um, uh, you know um, the effects and stuff, and looking more deeply into it. And he—he's obviously like really close up with a lot of high up people. Mm. And they, oh yeah. they well, he's were giving it. Kennedy, yeah, so, so he <laughs> was saying yeah. right, right. He looked at some of the test results and say this isn't right. Like why? Why is this happening? They basically say trust us, Sh- teach them about it, don't yeah. say anything about it. So then that makes him triggered even more. Like as in yeah. like, okay, something's going on. So we went really deep into it, and then he was doing all of these rounds of like talks about things, and there was all of these mothers that kept showing up. That all had like autistic children and stuff, and they kept showing up like routinely to his his things and saying, "If you if you're serious about this, you need to start looking at the effects of like wider vaccines Mm -hmm. and um, like like um, children's death rates or um, or like uh, or or kind of like autism Mm -hmm. and problems at um, what's the other uh, like um, when you like allergic reactions and stuff like that, like all of that stuff that their children that they. Like they think are because of vaccines. So mm. then he started looking at not ju- not just the COVID one, but like the wider stuff. Mm. And yeah, and he was like presenting this information. But one of the craziest facts that I didn't realize that and I, that, that blew me away with it was like mercury in vaccines. I did not know that. Like about. like literally, um, to get that the reason why they're saying that you get kids with like loads of allergies now, um, like that could be related to the vaccine. So. For a vaccine to get um, a good like result in like the testing of how effective it is, um, it needs to it needs to cause an autoimmune response in your yeah, body of course. that's very quickly, yeah. Yeah, of course. That's basically right?
1: what um, vaccines are. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But the thing that they put in vaccines to make your body have an autoimmune response is mercury, which is so toxic to the body that that's the thing that causes the Surely autoimmune Surely not in response. like every one. Uh, not in every one, no. no. But, say, but yeah, like, yeah. I don't know which ones. Yeah, yeah. But he was saying in like a lot of these vaccines yeah. or, or like a way that they get the test to show up as like a this vaccine is a good yeah, vaccine that's yeah. causing an autoimmune response is because the mercury is doing that. And then yeah. when it causes that, any foreign thing that you have in your body at the time where you get that mm. autoimmune response it, like, thinks it's all bad. It, like, it like puts the protection mm. mechanism up. Yeah. So, so so then, like, things like, just Whoa. normal things, like peanut allergies and stuff like that, anything that's in the body or anything that's mi- minutely related to those things, it could cause an autoimmune response to those <laughs> things as well. And that's why you get, like, crazy allergies with right. things as well. See,
1: see the thing that's um, confusing me with that, and, and, and dogan Mirolder, I completely trust that there's, like, something, like, true to what you're saying and that there are some, some mercury and some things, but... From my under, from my very limited understanding, because obviously none of us are medical experts, mm. we're just people that read stuff and are interested in 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 justice, searching mm. for the truth, mm. searching for the truth through this universe of craziness. Mm. It is. Um, yeah, but uh, so. Uh, most vaccines contain like a trace amount of the illness that would mm-hmm. otherwise mm. kill you. And or that's the thing it should be. And, and that's what. I thought that's the thing that's triggering the autoimmune so, response. So, like,
2: the sneaky thing they do is they put toxic materials in the vaccine to trigger the autoimmune
1: response more, to give it a good, so like, to thing. To give you a higher to, to, autoimmune response. Yeah. Uh, to, and it's but the idea it's is a, what is that? Then that can cause lasting damage from that, which will basically, yes. for lack of a better word, F you up.
2: Yeah. And, right. and 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 like he, he was talking about being on on this call with this like when he realised that that was what's was happening in some of these vaccines yeah he was on a call with this like top health guy like there yeah. was a you know within the vaccine thing, and um and he said to him can you explain to me like please like why and um because of all of the toxic um stuff that um Bob. Kennedy had done with all of the um, his litigations in the past. His Are you on about JFK? Uh, no. You're uh, on about his dad? Junior. So I'm on about um, Rob Kennedy Jr. Oh,
1: oh, yeah, you're talking about, sorry, yeah. yeah so, sorry, so, when so you said Bob, for some reason, just because it's like a slightly different name to Robert. I was <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> who? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah so you like, mean so, the same guy. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So so just to put in perspective, sorry, just for people that don't know, so Robert Kennedy is JFK's nephew. Yeah. So JFK is in, like, you know, grassy knoll, like, freaking got assassinated. Mm. He is the nephew. Robert F. Kennedy is the nephew of JFK. But yeah. Yeah. Right
0: JFK's whole thing was about truth-searching truth as well, wasn't it? Yeah, that was, like, yeah. a big part yeah, of it. Yeah, he was he trying to, like, he,
1: was, he didn't want war. Mm. You know? He was exposing um, corruption in, like, the CIA. In, mm. like, exposing corruption in the CIA and stuff like that as well, mm. yeah. Yeah, so he was, um, because of his, uh,
2: so because of Rob kennedy jr's um previous history of understanding a lot of like litigation against like toxic waste and stuff in the rivers and all of that Mm. kind of thing he understood a lot about mercury does he he know what
1: vaccine it was that i can't remember
2: we'd have to look uh i I don't know we'll have have to look at but, like, um, I don't think that's thing. I think he just thinks that that might be... So he doesn't true. know. I, I don't think it's, so. He's, or, like, or, an educated yeah. guess. Because he speaks like, really like, speak like, yes, yeah. doesn't
1: he? He's, like, really edu- like educated, eloquent, great shape. But he's kind of like this, doesn't he? Yeah, like, and it's quite like, hard then, to, like... Then, like then, then,
2: then, then, then. yeah. So Yeah. It's, it's hard it's, to describe, isn't it? Mm, but mm. it's,
1: like, it's a very interesting way of talking. You're, like, so you're like oh, okay, there's something going on there. Like.
2: Yeah. But, um, so, he, he knew a lot about Mercury, basically, because of his previous experience and all
1: this stuff. Well, Mercury so poisoning, he, historically... um is savage. Mm. Well, yeah, obviously, it could, I mean, I, I think I said ages ago in Pandora's Box as a random fact, there was like, I can't remember the name of the, the emperor, but there was a Chinese emperor. This is one of those weird, ironic stories in life. Um, in ancient China, they used to think that Mercury um, would grant you immortality. Mm. And there was one Chinese emperor that was like obsessed with the idea of living forever mm. and was like scared of death. So... He basically made Poisoned himself with mercury. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He made essentially all like the people under him, <clears throat> like gr- like just gather him like ridiculous amount of mercury stores, and he was like drinking liquid mercury like day and night. Mate. Obviously, what started happening was he started getting ill, and then as like a paranoid response to that, he started having even more thinking I need more more, more mercury because that's got, This is what's mm. going to save me. Like <sighs> I can't believe I'm getting ill. I need more and more. And he literally probably would have lived, like, another frickin' few decades. Mm. I don't know, you know, however long the life expectancy was back then. But let's face it, for an emperor, he would have had probably lived, like, longer yeah. than pretty much everyone else. Because he'd have had, like, the best, you know, whatever everything. Chicken. The best food, the best, <laughs> the best chicken, the best <laughs> comfort, the best, like, medicine available at the day. Mm. But, it, yeah, he basically poisoned himself to death mm. in this like, obsession. Isn't that ironic? Yeah. He's so obsessed with living forever, and he, and he killed himself unnecessarily. Can't but- they
0: change your skin blue?
1: I don't know. I'm sure it can make I I like, like I've heard or that, of like that. Mercury. I expect, it, I expect it makes us going to get pretty weird. But yeah, go back to what you're saying, Andrew. Yeah.
2: So, so he was like, he was on the on the. He knows a lot about mercury. He knew he knows Freddie he mercury. knew that it was in Bitcoin that it was like in this in these <laughs> yeah. in these vaccines. <laughs> yeah. Um. He was on uh, a call, a Zoom call, with someone high up in the vaccine thing that was like knew about this or had control of it or whatever. Mm. He said to him, "Can you please explain to me?" why this um these have mercury in because it's so it's so toxic so ha- like, sorry obviously. did he
1: have it and he like tested it himself no he, he what do you mean did he like have the vaccines and he tested them
2: no like he he knows what's in there from the from the from reading the scientific reports of oh, what okay. in these vaccines I was but thinking he was like he was he was, but he, was, he, was, he was
1: he was like deep into the yeah. scientific it'd be like, interesting to actually take it. one like they and actually like put it under yeah, you know yeah. i mean if you had like the resources to see which, like, exactly what could. was in it yeah Put it under, like, a microscope and get it scientifically. You know, the same way, obviously, that you can get, like... You can have like a, the same way that you can have, like, a blood test at the doctors. Mm. And you could say, like, okay, I want my, t- uh, like, oh, my electrolytes yeah. levels tested. I've right? got a story yeah.
2: about that as well from Peru, which I've got to tell you after. Yeah, yeah. Per- uh, but, so, so, like, yeah, and he said, basically, can you explain to me why this is in the vaccines? Like, like you know how... It, it's like, mm. And the guy said to him... um, oh, there's two, there's two types of Mercury. Like, this one isn't bad. That was basically the gist of it. But because of how much he knows well, about Mercury, like <laughs> he knew it was absolute rubbish. And yeah. he was like, oh, okay. Like, never, like, you know, and said he wanted to get information, like, never heard any more information than that. But then he knew in that moment that it was just a lie. If, if... You know,
1: and it's just, like, crazy. Like, there are, there are, like, um... The thing is that yeah, that sounds like absolute rubbish. Like, if you want to get into really nitty gritty, there are like slightly different mm, types of but compounds. But they're still toxic, like with the mercury. I know. Yeah, I think like you know, you can get things like um, magnesium citrate, and then you can get like magnesium mm. glycerate or yeah. glycerin or something like that. Um, and I know like the best zinc to take, because like, I've done research, is like z- zinc picolinate. Mm. Like I take zinc picolinate. With, like a little,
2: yeah, yeah. another carbon atom or, coming or off it like, or something cr- to change its chemical compound. A yeah,
1: bit. or like creatine, Just so, and this is a nice little hint for all you people that want to work out there. So like there's different types of creatine. It's so, like creatine monohydrate is both like the cheapest form to get, but it also happens to be the best form nice. to take. So if you want to get some creatine, just take monohydrate. Good old fashioned monohydrate is the best, but there's like mm. about three or four different types nowadays. So yeah, there are different compounds, but the thing is, I think because Mercury is so toxic, I don't undersee how you really you could have like a, a, a non-toxic version <laughs> yeah. of Mercury, mm. you know? Um,
2: when he tells the story, it's so interesting because he says the other guy just goes like silent for a bit and almost like knows he's been like found out or something. Or well, not found out, just yeah. like not expecting the question, and then just like says, "Oh yeah, no, it's it's okay. Don't worry about it. It's, an, it's a, like a non toxic version, or it's like
1: a different one." He just like, wants, he wants you to shut there's, up. there's two
2: types of mercury, and this one's all right basically. There's Freddie
1: Mercury, and then there's there's the one that kills you. Yeah, <laughs> and let's go
3: on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: But, yeah, man, and I just thought, like, and, and um, it's this fun thing with, like, toxic metals as well. So, yeah, in Peru, the PGA Tour um, uh, trainer guy that I met, yeah, I was chatting to him, and he was telling us, he was, like, he's really fit. He's like, Proper, like shredded, mm. and like mm-hmm. fitness and health is his thing.
1: Remember me who the PGA Tour guy is. He didn't yeah?
2: tell us. He said he, he said he he, he he was it was he couldn't disclose it to us because it was um you know it was it was a client and stuff. <laughs> so he just he didn't actually
1: say, but he was like yeah, Whoa. but but like um well, I, what, that's I was like, that's an air of mystery. Yeah, I <laughs> sometimes like, oh, I feel like enough. tempted to say that. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you like meet somebody and they're like, oh, tell me about yourself. And what do you do? And I'm just like, I, th- I sometimes have to, to say like, I think. told you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, then <just laughs> like that. and then just hope that you never meet that person <laughs> yeah. again and then just everyone going to think of you. Was, thing. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, fair,
2: fair play with like, um, do you know what I mean? Like not wanting to say, any, you know, because he's obviously a very famous guy and stuff yeah. and like just obviously like client Want- confidentiality. Yeah, yeah, fair enough, man. Yeah, yeah
1: that's cool. Yeah. Nice. But he
2: was telling me that when he was in his um when he was in his mid twenties mm. to early thirties he had like 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 really bad health problems um Wait. like where you're just like summit 's rock do you know that what you told me that story about that guy who got that infection from the um African parasite that just didn 't know why Brian he, yeah so yeah. he was he had all this stuff that was going wrong with him. But he didn't know why, Man, and they couldn't. They that's couldn't a crazy figure it story, out. yeah. So it was a bit like this for this guy, mm. and he was like, he, he was really filthy doing loads of rugby and everything, but really not, not right in his body, and like knowing you that know something this was wrong.
1: If you know your body, I think especially like when you work out, you become very in tune with your body, and that's not just like an opinion. Um, I, I I follow these guys called Barbell Medicine, and they're like they're they're doctors, but they also just happen to be like powerlifters and and, mm. and, and and like coaches, like you know like PTs essentially. Um, and they even say that there's like clinical studies that show that like people that work often are like so much more in tune yeah. with their body that like say they have to be, that you? say like they can you, you could like detect and know there was something up with your body say if you were having an like, early stage cancer like three or four months earlier than something that doesn't work out Whoa. just because your body is so healthy by its default state you so healthy and you know so healthy, feels like. mm. and you're, you can perform at such a high level that the moment something's wrong you're like, your body sends up a warning light yeah whereas if you're inherently unhealthy by you're default always feeling different. Different. You, know, you always feel that, yeah. like crap mm. and, yeah. and that feels normal <laughs> and because all you do is sit on the sofa eating crisps like like you're not put, doing anything that's going to cause a red flag mm. because you like you know if you're working out and you suddenly feel like something weird in a certain area because you're putting your body through all these crazy ranges of emotions and stresses like it's going to almost like start hurting or something's mm. going to bother you but if you're just lying down in comfort it's not going to start pinging the same way mm. you know what I mean? mm. that makes sense mm. to me anyway but sorry go on yeah, again man.
2: so um he he was talking about, um, yeah, feeling like, you know, something's wrong and just not like fatigue and just all this, this stuff that should have lethargy. been happening. Yeah, just constant lethargy. That's a good word, that. isn't it? And um, basically he found out. So had all of these tests, nothing was showing up on anything. He was just like perfect, like kind of health and, and stuff. Um, but he had six fillings, six, uh, and he had six metal fillings, right? Mm. Yeah, oh. in his teeth and and he, he, and he had them he, for a long time yeah and he'd had them for quite a man, long time you're making time. me paranoid already because I've got a couple of metal fillings man you've got mercury in your metal fillings you, you what do you, you think as
1: a UK resident I do
2: um, I've got one as well, and I want to do a test because basically he had six, he I'm had six, rid of my, six uh, my mercury fill-ins right? I don't care about. He the did, paint. he did a he did a, um, a toxic metal test, yeah. toxic, toxic body metal test in your body. You can, you can, you can do a pee test and you can do a blood test to show you the levels of. of I'm pretty of sure metals. blood tests are more like be- he are better. He actually said that the wee ones. Really? Was, he said, "Well, yeah, well that, I'm not like, an expert." So yeah, like because I, I thought that, but I thought I'm gonna, I'm I looked it up online. I thought I'm gonna do one just to kind <laughs> of like just to <laughs> yeah. see, but basically. His, 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 the toxicity of metal in his body was like off the chart of like, of, of like, of what. um And then he had like a six year period after that of taking this certain medication that would, that would help your body well, clear like it.
1: Almost like balance yourself out. Essentially. Yeah,
2: but it, take, it took him six years to recover wow uh, and basically got all the metal fillings taken out of his
1: teeth. Um, I don't think you can have snazzy and, ones nowadays that almost yeah. look like the same colour of teeth. I've got a so that when, yeah. what, the, the good ones? I've, on got, the I've got one good yeah, one. Yeah, and they literally just look like almost like whitey sort of, yeah. Just mm. like, and and so they're just almost like see-through whereas mine are just the cheap
2: metal ones. But it's something you wouldn't think but that could actually be having like a massive effect on your body without you realising and it's not even right. something I've thought of but I was like, <laughs> I was like, UK. "Oh my god," and he he was telling me. Yeah. Um and and said, "Yeah, and, but that his his road to recovery was almost like self he did it by Where is he from? This this, is he he's from New Zealand? And Oh, um, so he's
1: from like the thing is, I know this sounds this might sound bad, but I was thinking um and this is probably bias or maybe not, I don't know. But um, who knows? But I was thinking, like, if he's from Peru, I thought maybe there's just something more of a chance that things like that there can go and check. No,
2: this dude is from like New Zealand. Whereas I I could imagine New
1: Zealand would just have exactly the same amount Mm. of like you know um, procedures and like testings as the UK. Mm. I mean, let's face it, we're pretty. It's pretty much the same country. It's just Mm. ones on the other side of the world.
2: Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and it it was mental. So he had to take the certain medication that would help it uh, get released from his body. But then once it's like, once it's kind of like secreted (gasps) out, like you've got to then get out of
1: your, is that what the thing is? I just put in what a filling is made of in the UK. It's called amalgam. It's a mixture of compounds and it literally just flat out says, including mercury, silver, tin and copper.
2: Yeah, man. (laughs) So So he had six and from six, it completely effed him up. Like completely Damn.
1: effed up his body. Well, luckily I haven't got that many. No, Mate, I've you should brush his teeth more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a lesson. That's, that's it. Lesson. But, and,
2: and you know, and there's another guy. Do you know? Have you heard of Tony Robbins? That guy yeah. Who's like, yeah. I'm a like, big fan of Tony Robbins, yeah, man. Yeah, so Tony Robbins, he's going through it now. He used to eat a, a hell of a lot of swordfish and tuna. That yeah, was of course. his favourite yeah, fish, yeah, was, yeah. It was Mercury swordfish. Levels, yeah. Mercury levels, and because of that, he's got, like, toxic... Mate, I wouldn't eat tuna more than once a week. Yeah, he's got, like, Maybe super, twice super yeah. high levels of toxic metal in his blo- in his body as well. And now he's on this recovery Mate, I know path.
1: I know some people that are into the gym and stuff like that, and they're like, yeah, I have tuna every day, and I think... The thing is, you don't want to like start preaching to people and telling you know, giving them unsolicited advice. Mm. Mm. Um, but I think, man, don't have it every day. Is this is, like, it, like like, is it just killers? a really high thing in
0: mercury? Well, it's, it's, tuna.
1: Yeah, like so, certain fishes have higher mercury content than others. All all fish will have a certain amount of mercury content. Swordfish here. is one of the worst, and right. so is tuna. Mm. So, like salmon will have less than tuna, but still, I wouldn't want to eat salmon more than like you know once, or twice a week. Mm. Mm. You know, I think fish in general. Probably don't have it more any more than like a couple of times a week. Mm. Really I'm, I'm at the moment, I'm not really eating any fish in my diet. I just not mean neither. Like,
2: in Peru. It's like, oh, it's amazing. Yeah, it's just right mm. next to the river. So oh, getting like, like catfish, fresh and, fish,
1: and, mm. also like salmon and stuff. Like, most salmon um, is like farmed, mm. so they're not as fit mm. and healthy if you know what I mean. They're basically, it will say like. Um, farmed in Scotland in Loch Lomond, and you would think, oh, oh that, that sounds pink good. Color is fake, but really, in the as well. yeah, that's like it's dye. S- it's dye. Yeah, mental. yeah. So, re- but what they mean is, it might sound, oh yeah, like Scottish Loch Lomond, like that sounds great. Mm. But what it is really, it's essentially like a big, big net. Yeah, <laughs> like a big. Yeah, it's like a big freaking. It's like going to the zoo and seeing like a freaking bunch of fish. And, oh, sand, and it's like. um because, they, because they're not swimming anywhere near as much as wild salmon. Like, wild salmon, if you watch, like, a frickin' bear documentary or something, and you see their migratory patterns and how they frickin' swim upstream and that, and they, they have to have such strong pectoral, like, fin muscles and everything, mm-hmm. and, like, their tail fin muscles God, are going so crazy because they're battling against the frickin' river and having to, like, jump up, and some of them don't even make it. That's how physically strenuous it is. And there's all these bears waiting in the river, like, scooping them up and eating them <laughs> as well. Mm-hmm. But, like, those salmon are, like, full of muscle... Um, and actually live in the wild. And mm. if you really want that type of salmon, then it costs like an arm and a
0: leg. So would it literally just be like white fish meat? No, not like white, grey. It's like yeah. greyish yeah. almost. Well, can you actually get that? Well, so yeah. I don't think I've ever no. seen that anywhere. That I seems think, crazy that you can't, no, yeah, no matter yeah. where you look, you couldn't find non-dyed salmon. Well, you can see, salmon. you could pretty much buy some salmon though, and it almost
1: has like tinges of grey in it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? No, I do. Like, you I, you know
0: I do,
2: mean? I like, can, yeah. Um, yeah, I, man, I've seen some like, video of like these salmon farms and mm. that as well and they look disgusting sometimes they get all like this frothy horrible stuff on the surface just where mm. it's so unnatural for them to be like in that space like that mm. it's like harder to keep it clean and everything and it just looks like it's just like not right you know what i mean yeah. it's like it's just not the best way of doing it <laughs> I think all. in terms
1: of like animal uh like, like, welfare. Th- like meat sources the things i'm biggest fan of is like red meat really yeah, red meat. Yeah. Nice grass-fed cow that's got a free roam. Yeah. and then um, if you and then if you want to expand that into just more like protein sources, because let's face it, I think a lot of people think that they want like a good protein source with a meal as well as like their carbs and their veg or whatever. Then I would also add in like eggs. Yeah, eggs, red meat, and mm-hmm. then like different... venison
2: is amazing as well in the UK. Oh, the, red like, meat, the cold isn't it? way yeah. Venison, yeah.
1: venison. Yeah, venison, lamb, mm. um, like beef. Anything like that, like buffalo or bison. I've had like buffalo burgers in the past, of mm. that, and, that's, and they're like delicious as well.
2: Oh, I tried. I tried. Um, I tried alligator in um oh, did in, in, in Peru as well. That was apparently it tastes. I don't know if this is ch- just ch- chicken. Yeah, I was gonna say. I heard that it tastes like, like chicken. Big. Um, you know when you um butterfly um yeah. kind mm. of a chicken breast, and it's all like really quite fat, like flat, mm. and like like the, it's the a big like thing of that like alligator meat. Was, was it really quite nice. tough? i imagine not be really quite tough. Not, no. not not really tough. No, mm. it was just like quite. A bit chewy, but mm. like yeah. maybe a little bit more tough than chicken. Right. Like I guess
1: right. it makes sense that it would be more like chicken than like red meat because if you think about it, like birds evolved from dinosaurs mm. and dinosaurs were reptiles and alligators are reptiles. Mm. And obviously, like alligators and crocodiles are related to dinosaurs, mm. like if you go back far enough. Whereas obviously mammals branched off into mm. completely their own thing. So like uh, obviously like in, from the from the common water vole, <laughs> as Drew always points out. <laughs> so like a cow or a bison or a lamb is going to be much more distantly related to mm. a then to an alligator than a chicken will be.
0: Yeah. Do you think it depends yeah. on what is best for people as to where they are in the world? So for example, if you went to I, I don't know. It, Asia, for example, mm-hmm. would it be would there be foods for them that are better just because naturally, genetically, their ancestors would have been eating this particular? Yeah, food I think it's what they get over the well, place them. where I, you are. I know yeah. that,
1: like, I um, like, say, Europeans can digest cow's milk easier yeah. than Asians because they Europeans really um were Asia. were drinking cow's milk, um, and basically Asians weren't. Mm, that like, makes sense. Yeah, so so la- Our bodies are adaptable. So mm. m- far more a I don't think it's like all Asians are lactose intolerant, but it's far more common for an Asian to be lactose intolerant mm. because their body has not evolved the process of breaking mm. down lactose, which is a carbohydrate. It's not needed to. It's a type of mm. carbohydrate, lactose, the same way that like, you know, um, you know, fructose in fruit is a mm. type of carbohydrate mm. source. You know, glu, you know, glucose, you know, which you'll have in like energy drinks is a type of en- is a type of of carbohydrate. So yeah, Europeans have just evolved you know, not every European. Obviously, we all know, we all know, we, we all know, know white folk <laughs> that um, can't digest <laughs> lactose, but um, it's just less common. It's mm. far less common. Like I could drink milk all day long, and I wouldn't have a bad tummy. Mm. I would just wouldn't get mm. one. You know, like, mm. yeah, milk I'm, I'm, I'm,
2: I'm, I can drink as much milk as I want, and not yeah.
1: feel ill at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I definitely think it it does d- depend a little bit. Mm. I also remember it, like something really interesting fact. Um, um, before the West started having regular dealings with Japan. Japan, um, Japanese people didn't eat much red meat. And apparently they were, at that time, they were much shorter. The height of Japanese men in the last sort of like 100, 200 years has got up. The average height of a Japanese man has gotten a lot, they've gotten a lot taller. Mm. um, And they think... wagyu. (laughs) Yeah, they think Mm. one of the reasons why Mm. is because they're eating a lot more red meat in their diet. It's almost like, you know, like lots of Western culture got ingrained into Japanese Mm. culture. It also like um just as like another side note, it became really really common like I don't know exactly when if it was like the Victorian era or something like that it became super popular in Japan like everyone started wearing suits they loved they thought it was like really cool and almost became like trendy in Japan like mm. it was almost like they started having regular dealings with like british folk mm. um and people from like you know I'm sure it wasn't just britain other parts of europe as well but like that fashion sense at the time was all like you know suits mm. and bowler hats and stuff like that So like they just freaking loved it. Mm. Stopped wearing their freaking kimonos and that, and started putting, you know, get suited up. Yeah, in that. I wish it was a bit
0: like that here. I would find that so cool if you walk down the road and everyone's just always wearing suits. Mm. That'd be quite cool. Yeah,
1: we sort of lost it, haven't we? Mm. It's like crazy because I think we don't even obviously think about it. But there's um, one of the things that my yeah, (laughs) 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 one of the things that my great granddad um, used to do. Cyril, he was like, um, he was like funny. He he had like quite a few different jobs, but one of the things he did was that he was just a gardener and there's like black and white photos of him gardening and he's still just in wearing a suit a, in a oh, suit nice. like obviously he's not even got like a tie on but he's got suit trousers um oh what are they freaking called like um, uh, you know laser like no they're what, no no uh, no they're uh, like hold the j- straps j- no not jack straps uh, no that's that's for your balls what are they called um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah <drop laughs> that's for your balls uh, oh, um, I was gonna say gosh. suspenders but that's what sexy ladies yeah. were to hate, keep up their um stockings oh but do people they don't have shouting to shouting I think the they might be
0: called suspenders as well no no no. No, they've
1: got a specific name. Um, oh, whoa, no. What holds your trousers up in the seats? <laughs> what a weird thing to type into Google. What holds <laughs> your trousers... Um, but yeah, he was basically wearing like a shirt, the trousers, smartest shoes, and then he would just have his like, sleeves rolled up, maybe the top button undone. But it's like you yeah. still wearing like... If I was going to do some gardening, the last thing I would do is put on some suit Mm. (laughs) trousers. I would think that is like the worst thing to wear. Some of
2: the best times in my life has been when I'm suited and booted up Mm. there, and you just feel like really smart and like, oh, it's like this is so cool. I love wearing a suit. Yeah.
1: Oh, you guys know I like wearing a suit. Braces. Mm. Braces. That's it. Braces. Braces. The reason you thought that. Like they were called suspenders because in mm. America they're called suspenders, and you've probably ah. seen what it are, on America. What some are britches? Yeah.
2: braces and britches.
1: Are britches? Britches the bottom. Britches keep. Of the britches, I think, aren't they something to do with your? Ah, the shoes. Your and, Yeah, and, I was
2: yeah, going to say like, your shoes, like yeah. boots, like yeah, or like or like your socks and your br- you, you keep your britches
1: down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know. Br- oh, oh we're going to have to Google <laughs> that. We, yeah. As well. but yeah, in in America and Canada they they call um, they call braces suspenders mm. but that's mm. weird cuz i think suspender and i think that little thing that like holds a lady's stockings up mm. Mm. so i think it is more of like a oh she's in suspenders oh like oh hello <laughs> <laughs> oh you're in like, tonight the mrs is wearing suspenders yeah she's trying to be you know all alluring
0: mm. <laughs> um i think i get a lot of americanisms from the tally. stuff i watch i think and... it's
1: becoming a more common thing i think that like even in say the difference between our, our um timelines cool, i think mm. cuz just and I think mainly because of the internet. Like when me and Drew had been growing up, we would have watched British t- yeah. telly. Mm. Like the internet wasn't even really a thing until we were already in secondary school. Like, a It'd few be years, like years British secondary telly, school. and then you get like the big Hollywood American movies. movies. Like, yeah,
2: but like other, Batman and other stuff than like movies that. Like,
1: yeah. and like a few television programs mm. like 90% at least of what we would watch would yeah. be British television shows and, ha- mm. and most of your
2: entertainment would come from the television shows yeah. you know, rather yeah. than like yeah just on online now just picking whatever you want and stuff yeah. you know and, and I, I guess think- even then would
0: it seem a bit weird when you watch like a big American blockbuster because it would be like so different the English TV mm. I did mm, think with things
2: like Home and Away not Home and Away Home and Away like is like Home and um, Away like an when you o- saw like, Christmas like Australian... in America I always
0: used to be like yeah. whoa that Home Alone is insane. like the most American yeah. movie yeah. Yeah,
2: is yeah, like like... Home and Away like an
1: Australian like, sitcom yeah, yeah. Home and Away and there was always this guy called Drew on it was there well, yeah, I so remember I was there was playing. this guy called Toad on it yeah yeah, yeah Toad <laughs> and he was like like, like 20 years or so. oh I'm Toad he was like a bit chubby yeah yeah. shout out Toad and Drew
0: from Home and Away shout out Toad that was <laughs> like
1: real funny it was always on at like five o'clock on like on like British telly back in the day. Yeah. And I just remember the intro and yeah, just, just this funny little like Australian sitcom like, Oh, Sheila, you're right, our man? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and then, oh but it was almost like it was almost like basically like like Coronation Street or EastEnders, but set in like, in like Australia. So it'd it's be like, so funny that the English just loved that. Yeah. It'd be like some middle-aged bloke would start like an affair and it'd be like a scandal. And yeah, then like man. six episodes later, <laughs> his wife would find out. And There's be like, not <laughs> enough dramas in your actual life. Like they, mm. they you know,
2: yeah. and I always remember thinking that with anything like EastEnders or Coronation Street, my nan would just be watching them. And I, lived oh at, I lived with my nan for like, <laughs> like a year when I was like 11. And every night it would just be all the soaps. And it is. It's just drama after drama after drama of people, so, and
0: yeah.
1: I'm like, "Carl, that's just all people's lives are really. It's so weird, isn't it, man? Yeah, yeah it's so weird. You um, need a
0: break from the drama of yeah. your real life. I'm going to watch some dramas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. going
1: back to what you are saying about the movies though, I think you've got to bear in mind as well. Like a lot of the big blockbuster movies weren't didn't necessarily have American accents or like even like exclusive right. American accents. So like say like a movie that I watched a lot from an early age, like Star Wars. Half the actors are British. Yeah, true. You had like, uh, you know, Sir Alec Guinness, who played Obi-Wan, had like a really nice British accent. Peter Cushion, who played Grand Moff Tarkin, was one of the main characters in New Hope. He had a very quintessential British accent. Mm. You know, like a lot of actors, even in, you know, say things like Star Wars or, or say like, um, I don't know why I'm randomly going to pick on this movie, but do you remember there was that movie of Leonardo DiCaprio with The Man in the Iron Mask? Oh yeah. And it had like the f- musketeers in yeah, it man. and it was all about like King Louis in France and how mm. like that theory that he was like born a twin, but they just pick one and then they mm. put the other one in Iron Mask, and basically put him in a dungeon. It's, quite, it's actually really like sad story really. Mm. But like, because of the way it's set, even though it's actually set in France, because of like the period thing, the period sort of style of it. Like, even though it's France, mm. it was set in France, so it doesn't really make sense. They're mm. almost all the American actors, are like, almost like talking in a British accent, because <laughs> it seems... Mm. Because I guess, like, at the time, More European <laughs> America wasn't even a country. Mm. So it's like, okay, well, we're not obviously going to speak in French, because it's, it's primarily for, like, British and, and, and American and stuff Audience, audiences. Yeah. But... It sounds less weird to see mm, somebody in like authentic. in like musketeer outfit. Mm, it it yeah. seems less weird to see, hear a British accent. than to hear, like, "Hey man, should we go and save uh, <laughs> the up, man dog? in the iron mask?" I, I, <laughs> and then going to Wendy's. <laughs> I can't
2: stand watching um, like fantasy things and and. When when they have like American oh, yeah. accents in it, it's just it just doesn't seem yeah. right. Like when you think of like Game of Thrones and all of that stuff and everything, it's luckily of...
1: there's none in, the, in Game of Thrones. I don't think is there. Is no, that, no, there, there's there's one, and yeah. there
2: but but it does. There's something just with fantasy
1: and breaks the immersion. Yeah, mm. I think
2: it just there's something just seems more like uh, oh, appropriate and yes. like <laughs> yes. like it would sound a bit weird. Like hey, <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> hey Khaleesi, how are you doing? <laughs> hey Khaleesi, <laughs> want to ride my staff? <laughs>
1: John Snow. You go into the war.
2: You know nothing, John Snow.
1: <laughs> Imagine that. Oh Not,
2: You know nothing, John Snow. Yeah, see that. See that's like way that's, just like that's like yeah. Yeah.
1: Egret, it egret. It, yeah. You tell him again oh, you egret. Tell him again. Egret. Say oh tell me again, egret. Oh yeah, or like the red woman, like Melisandra. She almost has like a slightly almost like oh, foreign accent, but yeah. it's like but it's still like very classical, isn't it? Mm. I don't know exactly what accent she's speaking in. I think in real life
2: she's Dutch. Ah. Do you find it weird when, like, um, um, say, like, foreign people, maybe more from, like, Asia and stuff, like, will learn... Probably not Asia. I'm not thinking. I'm think some some countries <laughs> yeah. where they learn English, but because of what they've w- been watching is primarily American stuff. They speak yeah. with an American mm. accent. Yeah, 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 yeah. I find that That's really weird. Really I think I've yeah.
0: definitely picked up some Americanisms. I've heard from my friends before that some some things I'll say will just sound like really American. I think if I went over there to live for like a year or two, mm, you just I think I'd I would be washed. My into cousin it instantly. moved
2: over when she was 18, and mm. she's in her mid 40s now, and she's got on American Yeah, accent. yeah, like yeah. I think I'd like, find
0: it quite funny as well. Mm. Like, at first, I'd almost be like, oh, this is hilarious that like everyone's American mm. and then I would be American do you within know, like I, a few I, I think I'm the opposite.
1: I think I'd be, because this happens as well. You either tend, people tend to go one of two ways. I'm sure there's also people that just are just normal and don't do either. <laughs> but I reckon I sound more British. Yeah?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come back to speaking the Queen's English. I have got it. You know what I you mean? like, northern, like, northern accent. And
1: you, you, you do hear of that, though, don't you? Like, people almost, they'll go somewhere and it's like, they almost make a will make a point it. of speaking more freaking mm, like where they come from. Mm, mm, I reckon mm. I'd go that route. I just yeah. sound like Henry Cavill everywhere I go. Yeah, I do think it's really. <laughs> Hello, it's trend. very nice to meet you. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, I'm Callum from um, from England. It's nice to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, shit, that is not the Queen's English. I think you'll find <laughs> it's not aluminium; it's aluminium. <laughs> but yeah, sorry, going to say you. Yeah, sad just, uh, that yeah, because of... I moved here when I you was were 11.
2: like eleven. Yeah, yeah. But, so it's funny to think that I had like a full-on Northern accent when I when first I first moved met when I first here. met
1: Drew. Drew had a full-on strong Hartlepoolian accent. So for people that don't know, because obviously it's not like a super super well-known place. It's like near Newcastle upon mm. Tyne. You know? I think Stockton it's even further T's. north, isn't it?
2: Stockton on Tees is the County, yeah, I think it's even further north than Newcastle. So uh, you like maybe? Uh, I don't. Know, I'm not. I, I wouldn't bet
1: on that. But mm. I think it's even. I think you're like really near the Scottish border. I think. i mean yeah, it's, it's
2: near like Sunderland and stuff. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's hell, yeah.
1: that's hella north, Drew. Yeah, yeah like if you go, it's not near Sunderland, but it is. If you well, know. Sunderland, and Newcastle are very close. Yeah, they've got, they've got a little bit of a rivalry. Sunderland bordering. And bordering what do they call places? each other? They call each other Macombs and uh, yeah. something else. Oh, uh. it's like it's like. I can't remember if, which is which. If you're from Sunderland, you're like something. If you're from Newcastle, and one of them's a Macam. Mm. God knows what that means, man. Yeah. Frickin' far north politics, mate, that my little Somerset brain is not anything <laughs> yeah. to do with, man. But yeah, it's like Macams and... Mm. Does that ring a bell? Yeah, yeah. Did Let's yeah, have a yeah, look. Right,
0: Macam and... Uh, just because that's interesting. Do you, of our, do you reckon if you went back there for like six months... You could pick up the accent again. Do you think you'd come back with the twang? Yeah, so you're a Mackum. You're from London. I was from Geordie land. So you're a
1: Macum or you're a Geordie? Yeah. So if you're a I was a Geordie. Was was from- a Geordie. Yeah. So yeah. that
2: that was um that was kind let's, of let's like, have
1: a look at Liverpool on the map, shall we?
2: Yeah. Um. Now I reckon because I was so young, that's what um that's that's kind of how I lost it. And, yeah. And um. Like, if you're a bit older or you've been in a place longer, I think it's hard to, harder yeah, to lose, Yeah, you know? yeah. But I don't know. But then I am very susceptible, it seems, to, like, where I am. So mm. maybe, like, if I went to America, I think I would get an American accent after a mm. while, um, which is really weird because my granddad left Scotland when he was 17, uh, yet he's, like, like in his 90s now and he's still got a thick Scottish accent, so he yeah. just never lost it, you know. I, I was, I was
1: wrong. wrong. Hartlepool is south of Newcastle. Mm. So it's just north of Middlesbrough.
2: Ah, yes, yes.
1: So, yeah. I know
2: Middlesbrough was our closest, like, big yeah. city or town. Mm. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, so that's quite interesting. I mean, it is still super, super far north, though. Like, to put mm. it into perspective, it's, like, quite a far way further north than York. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I don't know how many miles. Obviously, it's not like it says on the freaking map, but it's quite further north than, than York.
0: I've never been that far north in England,
1: Ah, oh, don't no think. It's like worth a trip. It's, mm. like, as far away from York as York is from Sheffield. I'm going to Doncaster on Sunday. Doncaster? How far is Doncaster up? It's like um,
0: not quite York. Mm. What are you going to Doncaster for? Pick up that car, man. Pick up my car. <gasps> it's from a Doncaster nice. dealership. Mm. There, nice. So, yeah. So you get a big, cool. nice drive mm. with the car. I was even
2: thinking like maybe I'll go down on Saturday um, night because I've got to pick it up on Sunday. Um, go down on Saturday night and like stay over because it is an over a four hour drive. So... Ooh just to like drive four hours, then pick up the car and then drive four hours back. It's a bit like, oh. It's Are actually, you going to want
0: to like push it to your limits, do you reckon?
2: Huh? Mm, the car. Oh, no. No? No. You don't want to see nice. how quick it could go? Well, that would just be no, stupid, wouldn't it? No. Do you know what I mean? Also, on all those motorways, he just doesn't get a speed and yeah, it straight true, away. True. Yeah, I reckon I I'm. I'm going to have to like, I'm gonna have to like um, work my way
1: into the car. I think a bit. Mm. I'll, 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 I'll also, a car crashed, really. you, you're not you're not used to driving it. Yeah, right. You don't know the motorways. Like, if you're driving, say the M5 stretch in between, say like Bristol and Exeter, like we know those roads pretty well, mm. right? On, you're gonna be driving some motorways you're not used to. There could be speed cameras anywhere. Yeah, I accidentally. I'll go definitely
2: on, try out the uh, the cruise control. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that's one of the good things about
1: cruise control. I think by the time you're in your thirties, if you've been driving since you, your teens, like we both have, like. It's not fun having a speeding ticket. We've all had a couple. The last time when I was on my way back from my uncle Bill's, great uncle Bill's funeral, um, back in like September or whenever it was, I accidentally got a speeding ticket. And it was like one of those, you know, when it's like, you, it's like randomly you're in like a 50 zone for a while. Mm. And I think I was doing like 55 miles an hour. Mm. And I was like so just annoyed that mm. I had that speeding ticket. Do you know what I mean? Like, but the thing is, that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't know that we don't know those roads the same, mm. those motorways. Like, you know, we're not used to them. So, like, and it's a car you don't know so to be pushing it to its limit would not be a sensible idea would it is there <laughs> any way
0: you can like push a car to its limit here? the, autoban. the autoban. autobahn <laughs> the autobahn <laughs> autobahn you can
1: book in to like go for track days and yeah, stuff yeah track days yeah. where you can mm. just take your own car and right? i swear like um
2: at the the time of the tt and stuff um on on the Isle of Man, there's some there's yeah, some roads you can do any the route, speed yeah. speed right. limits. There that. are no speed limits no. on the Isle of Man. Oh, know. is that is that the yeah. case? Yeah, it's just all the time. I knew I didn't know whether it was just for when the TT was on.
1: I think that there's there's like um, they still I still I think in because I I definitely have seen yeah, speed I th- signs. I think that if you go into like a village or like a town, there'll be like a sign and that's like an advisory number. So I think if you say if you saw a police officer and you're doing like 14 or 30, he'd probably go like yeah to you. <laughs> But he's not necessarily gonna, uh, like, unless you're probably being a nutter and it's like clearly you're doing a, like a danger to public life, yeah. I don't think he's gonna like chase you down, mm. do you know what I mean? Or he's not gonna take your license plate and give you a fine, yeah. So, so
2: that would be really fun going to, um, going to the Isle of Man and just mm. having a because
1: there's a some nice ro- roads
2: there as well, like, nice bendy, like, kind of mm. a roads, you know.
1: Yeah, Doncaster's like just past Sheffield, well, from our point of view, so just north of Sheffield, like, I north, wonder what Doncaster's is like
2: because if it's a nice place, I'd like go up on Saturday, like do an Airbnb for the night or something, and just go and have a look around
1: Doncaster and then go to the next Doncaster is a city in South Yorkshire named after the River don. The, oh, River don. the <laughs> the River, River Don. River Don. The biggest don of all rivers. It is the administrative centre of the larger city of Doncaster. Okay. Mm. The city is the second largest settlement in South Yorkshire after Sheffield. Yeah, I mean, I know that's where um, Ruta lives. Ruta, who obviously mm. has a show, wellness show on AW Radio, and mm. also is a literal champion, world champion lifter. Shout out Ruta, and also just a really nice lady, mm. super positive. Um, and I always think there's something really likable about someone when they're just a frick. I mean, that's probably why she lives in Doncaster. I was gonna say when she's a f- when you're just like a frickin' Don, mm. but you're just like <laughs> really nice and really positive mm. and like humble. Like she doesn't carry herself like there's not like an air of arrogance about her at all but she's like a world champion lifter. Mm. You see her like Instagram and she's just like freaking Nothing to prove, man. Lifting like crazy weights mm. and just mm. like... And it's not even just like, say the weight she's lifting, it's just how freaking fit she is. Like all mm. the stuff she's doing, you just think like, fair fricking shout. You mm. know, it's just like, that's a person that's like on it in life and oh, just it. always has a smile on her face. But yeah, and it, that's where um, Ruta lives, Doncaster. Mm. Meet up with her for a gym sash. The land <laughs> of the dons. Yeah. God, die. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I met this guy as well in...
2: Um, Uh, That was from up north, he was an English guy who was on the retreat in Peru as well and it sounded really cool. He was talking about—I can't remember if it was in Scotland or if it was in the Lake District—but he was he was talking about like he would go like kayaking, mm. but he would start. He had this like kayak that was really long, and he'd have a tent in it and stuff. And he had these little pad these, little, these little paddles in the front of it that he controlled with his feet that would basically do the do a rudder at the back. But it was so he could like change direction without having to do it with the paddle. Uh-huh. And he would start up on like up in the hills. Where the rivers were like literally like at like two meters wide, um, and he would like go all the... and it would take like three or four days to get to the sea, but he would just follow the whole for three days in the, in this kayak, but then like just stop in in the evening. Yeah, it was definitely in Scotland because he was talking about some of the whiskey places that you go past mm. when he does. Oh, it, nice. Um, and he would just like because you're allowed to wild camp in Scotland as well, yeah. so he would just like. At the end of each day, he'd just been doing a bit of fishing on his kayak, have some real nice fresh fish and just, like, set up a fire and a tent and then just carry on the next day and get until he gets all the way to the sea. And yeah. I was like, mate, that sounds like an amazing, like, just, like, thing to do, like, you know, for, like, a few days, you know? Oh mm. yeah, yeah, man. Seemed really
0: cool. That'd be awesome.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I just think as well, just because um, I know, obviously, we, this was, like, freaking right at the beginning of the episode, we were talking about this. um, Just going back to the freaking vaccine thing and, and Robert and Robert Kennedy just almost like for transparency for people listening. Cause it might, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want people to think that we were like, or me, obviously I can't speak for like either of you, but I wouldn't want them to think that like necessarily, yeah, we're like anti-vaxxers or mm. that like Robert Kennedy is an anti-vaxxer because that's, that's not the point, is mm. it? And as I said, like the point is, is that these things that are given to the general public should be like trust. They should be, oh, they should be trustworthy. Mm. I like, do you know what I mean? Like, I've obviously got my daughter vaccinated against all the things that she needs to be vaccinated against. So, I said she's, she's three and a half years old, and she we just got a letter through the other day about some things. Like, I am going to get her vaccinated. And as I said, if you look at the Lord leading causes of death 100 years ago, um, it was from infectious diseases like polio and lots of other things, which, you know, through literally like scientific breakthroughs, obviously, we have now successfully almost like died out. I know that things like measles are certainly coming back. And that's because parents are fearful of giving their kids vaccines. But that is just as much these companies fault as it is, um, uh, you know, conspiracy theorists fault because the big companies are giving people reasons not to trust them. You see that across the board. So now it's, it's, it's almost a bit like the boy that cried wolf. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, if people know for a fact that certain bad things are happening, and people like Robert Kennedy are exposing corruption in these companies, then unfortunately, parents might not want to give kids vaccines that that are probably safe because they're worried about them not being safe. And you will see, see it. You're seeing now. I remember um, hearing that like measles is basically making a comeback for the first time in like Damn. I can't remember how many years. It's like over sixty years or something. And it's like man, it's almost like we're going backwards. But as I said. It's not, don't just blame the conspiracy theorists for that. We have to hold these these companies, big companies like Pfizer, accountable because they're giving people reason to doubt it. Mm. You know? 100%. So that's sure. what that, I I pretty much have exactly the same opinion as Robert Kennedy. It just, I just makes, makes me mm, want to
2: research it more and understand yeah. more about all these things yeah. because you can't just blindly trust what's
1: given no, to course. you. No, of course. And because, I think it's foolish to do that. Yeah. yeah. But I also think. That really, in a perfect world, and that's the thing. Obviously, we don't live in a perfect world. We're never going to live in a perfect world. But ideally, you wouldn't. You should be able to trust, as like somebody yeah, you mm, should that be just that just you know doesn't want to read into it. You should just be able to trust. Like if 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 you're like if like the NHS say, for mm. example, say, take this. Or give this to your child, this is going to make them a healthier person, you should be able to trust that. Yeah. This is gonna sure. prevent you. this is gonna prevent them from getting this. And without you then having to do separate research that says, Oh, but this vaccine might also give you X, Y, and Z. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like you shouldn't have to do that. Mm. It should either be stated on the official form that you get give, get given so you can make an adult decision yourself yeah, and weigh up the consequences. Or whatever, you know. Anyway, we'll be back in a minute, guys. You will open Pandora's box many times in your life. No, we probably really shouldn't open that box. Look, I've got one rule here. here, here. Open your
4: mind. Open your mind. That's why I and so damn many other people I grew up have cancer. And why can't for the longest time, Delaware had the highest cancer rate in the nation. AMERICA IS A NATION THAT CAN BE DEFINED IN A SINGLE WORD. I WAS GOING TO FOOT HIM, uh, foot, FOOT, EXCUSE ME. MR.
3: HANEY.
4: WE'RE DOING IT FOR THE FIRST TIME NOW IN THE 20 cent, 21ST CENTURY, GOING INTO THE 20'S, FROM THE 20th CENTURY GOING INTO THE SECOND QUARTER OF THE 21ST CENTURY. That we'd say 12 years is enough. I think 12 years is enough in the, going into 2030, 40, 50. The rebuilding of, uh, of, uh, of Syria, of, uh, of Libya, of, you know, this is, they're there. And I want to thank the prime minister of, for Colombia's leadership and the ASEAN's ASEAN chair. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by, go, you know the, you know the thing among many qualified people, I'm the best qualified people for, person for this job. I'm beginning to see why your wife left you.
5: Why why you tax Why, 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 yeah, why, why you're, right. Right.
4: you're getting nervous, man. COVID has taken this year, just since the outbreak, it's taken more than one hundred years. Look, here's the lives it's just it's a, when you think about it. You know, the rapidly rising uh, um uh in with uh with uh i don't know uh, i just spoke at a at dartmouth, dartmouth on healthcare, healthcare at, at the, the medical, medical school. school or not, not i, I guess, guess i wasn't actually on, on the campus, campus but, but the people, people from, from the medical school were at the i, I want to be clear i'm not going nuts not i'm not sure whether it sure was a medical, medical school, school or where the hell i spoke but it was on the campus i propose and i'm going to digress slightly like here we we're in a situation, I the president asked me to head up a cancer moonshot in another country and uh, annexed a significant portion of it called Crimea. He's saying that it was president,
0: my boss, it was his fault.
4: Guatemala, El Salvador, and, and it went to, to, to win and say in Honduras and say, look, I took on uh, Putin in terms of uh, Iraq, I mean, excuse me, in terms of uh, uh, um, what was going on in Ukraine. By strengthening, by strengthening, by strengthening, by investing $100 billion in education in global warming efforts, it's a whole range of things. We can't afford it by just eliminating, beginning to treat, treat work, reward work as much as wealth. It get hot, I got a lot of, I got hairy legs that turn, that, 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 that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun and the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again. If you want to protect yourself, get a double barrel shotgun. Have the shells, a 12 gauge shotgun. Don't jump, don't
5: jump, don't jump.
4: They look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap to say that LGBTQT people have no civil rights. No man has a right to raise a hand to a woman in anger. We have to just change the culture, period, and keep punching at it and punching at it and punching at it. It will be a big... No, I really mean it. And immediately change the law in the state of Delaware, protecting transgender people. We have to eliminate the funding gap that exists between minority white and Majority white and and non-white districts. We have this notion that somehow if you're poor, you cannot do it. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Hey. <laughs> man, you're hard to keep up with. It. you out it. but after a good workout, gotta break up. All right. Otherwise, we're going to be in trouble with Joe and Michelle. Just let Michelle know I did do all right? Sure. Same time next week? Same time next week. All right. got a real dilemma, Mr. President. I can't go every day, can I? I wish you like better, these or these.
6: Joe, they're the same.
4: They capture different moves. If I didn't get a chance to flat shift in the second, I was afraid I'd go through those guys. <laughs> I said, no, I said, if we were in high school, I'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. Corruption. Trump was out there tweeting again this morning. I called him President Tweety. Well, Trump is pursuing a damaging and erratic trade war without any strategy, by the way. This guy is moving to, to, to just foment hate. But President Trump and the demagogues around, demagogues around the world, but if Donald Trump, Donald Trump is reelected, he doesn't want to shed light. He wants to generate heat, and he's stroking violence in our cities. But are you willing tonight to condemn white supremacists and militia groups, sure. stand back and stand by. Will you shut up, your, man? Listen, are you I'm, in favor of law and order? I'm in favor of law. You follow. Are you in, it, in favor of, of law order. and order? You ask the question, favor. let him finish. Law and order. Law and order. order. Let him law and order with justice where people get treated fairly. So President, I'm the moderator nations. of this debate, and I would like you to let me ask my question, and then you can answer. Your go ahead. Answer. Your party that wants to a, go socialist. Medicine My party is and me. And socialist Right now, I am the Democratic Party. And they're going to dominate you, Joe. You know that. I am the Democratic Party right now. The platform of the not Democratic Party Harris. is what I, in fact, approved of. First of all, I guess I'm debating you, not him. But that's okay. I'm not surprised. The fact is that everything he's saying so far is simply a lie. I'm not here to call out his lies. Everybody knows he's a liar. But you agree. I just agree. want to and make sure. Did, Joe, you're the liar, I, 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 I want to make sure. You ordered last in your I, class, I, not first in your I, class. I, <laughs> God. I want to make Mr. sure. Mr. President, can you let him finish, sir? No, he doesn't know how yeah. to do that. He has, You'd you know, be surprised. You, you pick You'd be surprised. The, go wrong ahead, guy, go the wrong guy, the wrong night go. at go. the wrong time. Listen, that was really a pro- productive segment, wasn't it? Deliberate
0: this is the same answer. man it's who told you
4: up. by Easter, this would be gone away. By the warm weather, it'd be gone. It'd be miraculous, it's like a miracle. And by the way, maybe you could inject some bleach in your arm and that would take care of it. This is the that same man. That was said sarcastically. That was the whole issue relating to COVID. He still hasn't even acknowledged that he knew this was happening, knew how dangerous it was going to be back in February, and he didn't even tell you a lot of people died and a lot more.
1: One of the things that's worst about um, Biden is that um, he doesn't say what he really thinks. He says whatever, whatever people want to hear, mm. which instantly just causes a red, massive red flag to me. Like there are, there are videos of him like 20 years ago. Talking about how he doesn't condone gay marriage and no, that he doesn't want gay marriage in America, mm. and now there's videos of him going on about about like how we really need LGBT like community, mm. like um, like you know, like fucking equality and all this shit. And it's like, mate, yeah. well, twenty years ago, which isn't really that long ago, yeah. Like you were saying that you didn't even want gay marriage. That's quite yeah. a fucking turnaround, isn't mm. it? You know?
2: Yeah. There's this guy called Charles Eisenstein as well. Who's um, he's he's um, on. The close counsel of um, Robert Ro- Biden of, of, of Robert. Oh, Robert Kennedy. Kennedy. Yeah, and stuff. And I was listening to a podcast of him. He's 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 a really cool guy, and he was talking about yeah, like changing the paradigm of like having someone that actually says what he thinks, even if it's not what the what the you know what I mean. Like hmm. he was saying that. You saying that reminded me like of the being, podcast or being of him like fickle saying or? Uh, like like just just being honest about oh, how right, you, yeah, yeah. So, so like you're saying being that black Biden, yeah being transparent. Biden is literally saying Not what he thinks people yeah. want him to hear and politically you expect that like we expect that of politicians which is bad yeah which because is really most fucking bad of them bad. are like, that, which like, is fucking saying, annoying, like yeah. that that will be like a shift if someone like um hit, like yeah. Kennedy is in then it will be a shift away from that a bit and people will actually yeah. st- you know even let's
1: if, let's get back into the pod but then just continue the conversation basically.
5: Open your mind. And
1: after this, go watch Total Recall, and then still, you can. Watch I've never that seen minute. it. I still really want to watch it. Oh, I need to Do you know what? It. you haven't seen it, but you know that clip? Yeah, that's crazy. Do you know why? Because I looked for a clip that said I open wanted to. Say, yeah, mind. I wanted to open your
2: mind. I knew that was what mm. I, I wanted. And you it found to a say. weird. Little and then I little found creature. the weird baby out of the man's <laughs> out of the man's belly.
1: <laughs> open
2: that. your mind. And I, was I that's yeah,
1: that's the one. <laughs> that's the one. Yeah. Thanks for chilling with us today, everyone. You're listening to Pandora's Box, but yeah, we were just we've been talking about Robert Kennedy Jr. and stuff like that. Um, and you were just you were just saying, basically, weren't you, Drew? That um, there's this guy in his cabinet. That's basically saying it's like Charles Eisenstein. Charles Eisenstein. He's really um, cool. People expect, and I I completely, uh, I completely agree. People almost expect nowadays politicians not to be transparent. We were talking. Mm. The reason we got into that because I was saying that um, I think one of the biggest problems with Biden is is that like he he it doesn't come across. Like I don't see how you could be like an intelligent person. And and trust, almost like trust what Biden says, because there's mm. so many conflicting quotes of, of of him. Like, you know, like I said, 20 years ago, you can see clips of him saying that he doesn't condone gay marriage. Mm. And nowadays, because it's almost like the woke and because it's the in thing to do, he's going on about all like, you know, like uh, uh, almost like carping on so much about LGBTQ and stuff mm. like that. And it's like saying what he people yeah, he thinks people it's, want. It's almost like, to OK, say. I want to be reelected as president. So what mm. do I think I should say? To, to appeal to people. But yeah. regardless of actually what you think about any of these issues, it's not the point of, of what I'm trying to make. I would think the point of anybody's trying to make. It's, it's just that regardless of your views, you should be transparent. Mm, and with mm. someone like Robert Kennedy, and I, I think that's the whole reason why someone like Trump got in in the first place. It wasn't because um, he was necessarily going to be the best pre- pre- president ever. I think it was because he was so unashamedly him. Mm. He would just say what he thought and he didn't care. And I think people would rather that than hear what they want to hear and know that it's rubbish, you know? Mm. So I think, you know, it's almost like these people are kicking themselves in the foot. It's a little bit like what I was saying about the vaccines and that and about how we have as much like vaccine making companies to blame for people not wanting to give vaccines to their kids and things like measles being outbreaks as we do people that are quote quote unquote conspiracy theorists. It's like you can't have a bunch of politicians that are essentially just liars and just not transparent with their real thoughts and are just saying things to basically get people to vote for them. You can't expect to be like that. And then when somebody just comes along and is like clearly like an honest person, regardless of whether they're actually like what their views are, if they are just, you can tell that they're just telling the truth, then people are going to get fed up of the people that aren't being transparent and they're going to vote for people that are telling the truth. Hmm. Even if it's somebody that's a bit of a jerk. Mm. Like like Trump and has said things about, you know, grabbing ladies by the, mm. by the vajayjay and that. Because I think at the end of the day, in the long run, That doesn't make somebody an evil person. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's, yeah, it might make him a bit of a jackass. Mm. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? But I think if you're being honest, I think especially like as a guy, probably have groups of, lots Mm. of like groups of friends that, you know, when you're out having, you know, with, with laddish, you know, having like a lad's night out, say, you, you, everyone knows that one guy that would say something like that It mm. doesn't mean you should be locked up behind bars mm. you mm. might be almost be a bit like oh shut up man. yeah I'd rather, <laughs> you know, like, I'd rather you t- know. someone
2: truthfully be a bit of a jackass sometimes like that and actually be honest and yeah. be in truth mm. rather than actually just this, this like fake mask up, this up and at up, the same time the being time.
1: creepy going on about how kids used to touch his leg in the swimming yeah. pool and how he mm. liked to have children sitting on his lap and- yeah weird videos oh mate those sniffing
2: kids. videos that I've, 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 you put one up like, on Facebook yeah. a couple of years ago didn't you and, and I remember also, just being
1: like what the hell
2: yeah just like smelling people's head and just, like, yeah, just like, yeah. Like, yeah. Kissing, like kissing like kissing kissing girls and, and that. like ah. awards
1: things and you could tell the girl's like pulling away and he almost like, grabs them by the shoulders and like forces a kiss oh, so weird so weird but that's creepy man and it also yeah. makes you think what else are you hiding because you're not you're not truthful about all of this stuff so what mm. else are you not truthful about mm. and then there's the whole thing with the Hunter Biden laptop and all that stuff and that seems to be like there's an FBI cover up with that
2: do you know about that not really I don't
1: everything about it but it seems like what it seems like is that maybe the biden's paid off the fbi mm. do not disclose information that could have been illegal activity that hunter biden which is joe biden's son was taking part of
2: right okay and the fbi oh. know
1: about it and they won't disclose it mm. they Whoa. won't disclose it to the public Damn, man. and he's been like questioned by it by like senators and stuff like that and they have mm. like to like the head of the fbi and the fbi like won't won't comment on it Mm.
2: and i don't know if um if i said this before while we were off air or on air Mm. but just in case it was when we're off air just yeah someone like um robert kennedy being in power and what that could actually mean with um some of the changes that he says he wants to implement Mm. like with the health system and like and like um um you know like drugs and stuff and or like pharmaceuticals Mm. and everything uh like what how that would actually change like the way that things are it would be a massive paradigm shift in like in truthfulness of like of of someone that is um and we really need it Mm. and and actually bringing new systems in place like i'd be so excited to see what that looks like you know man and and
1: as i said to you i think i said it off air so i'll say it again i almost see someone like robert kennedy as almost like the chosen one Mm. because Mm. i think that even though i mean let's face it right like the f- does the fact that he's technically running as a Democrat, does it matter? Of course it doesn't matter. I think your values are what matter. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And the reason I say he's almost not the chosen one, and this is why I hate almost like that, you know, when if somebody ever asks you, like, are you, you know, what, you know, what system do you for? It's like, to me, it doesn't really mean anything. Like, I have views that could mm. be considered conservative, Mm. I but uh, I have views which are very liberal. Mm. Do you know what I mean, I'm just freaking me, yeah. and I have a collection yeah. of opinions. And 100%. I think everyone exactly is exactly like how you should be. Mm. Some people almost want to put themselves into a category. Neighbors, and, neighbors. and some Where people, are my and other people will almost just like accept that they are. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Whereas I think most people, realistically, you're not like that. You're a combination of all different types of opinions, many things, mm-hmm. and you should and you
2: should be able to like. Have a diverse conversation and debate with mm. people that have differing opinions yes. from you in yeah. a in a respectful manner, you know? and not and there should be, it be as that like shared level them. of respect
0: too. shouldn't Yeah, 100%. but everyone should be able to go into a conversation like that and pick up things, learn things from other yeah. people because that's how you grow as a species. I yeah. love
2: that when um, um, people say they can learn. Like, uh, I did some archery for my birthday the other day, and I say it quite a lot about like you can learn from anyone, whether they're mm. older or younger. And the guy who the archery is, like, I I have like I have. Uh, Sixty-year-old people come here. Um, grandparents, children—like you know—he's like, and I'm learning every day. I learn something from everyone, even though I'm the teacher of actually. Mm-hmm. I learn something from every one of these people, and it makes me a better teacher. And that, and I was like, outlook. I was like, Well, Yeah, that's it. That's that's how it should be. You know, you can kind of learn from e- everyone's differences.
0: Everybody I, has something to offer. I mm. wonder. Right? There's so much. You know, we've been talking about all the all the lies and all the crap that's out there in the world. I wonder if you were able to find out everything that really is going on. Of course, when during the break I was talking about how the banks like screwed loads of people out of money back in like 2008 in America and stuff like that. I wonder if it would be maddening to actually know what was going on, or whether it'd be like a truth sets you free kind of feeling.
2: Yeah. To be fair, I don't. I think anything that's happened in the past. you can't you can't get caught up in it it's just like Mm. what do we do now with the truth and stuff Mm. like to make sure nothing like that happens again and that's that's almost like a good thing it's like i don't think anything is bad about the truth coming out no matter how bad it is and how harsh it is but like it's just like how do you move forward from that now yeah and it gives me hope like to think i want all the truth of everything to come out Mm. because yeah it might be crazy but it means that you maybe like won't repeat the same mistake or that you'll like actually create something that's actually much better you know Mm.
1: One of the things I thought was really um, cool, and I guess we don't really like necessarily appreciate it now because I think when things obviously sort of tend to go well and then nothing crazy happens, it's easy to forget about it. But one of the things I thought was interesting talking, Robert Kennedy was telling Lex Friedman on Lex Friedman's podcast. Um, I can't remember the exact details, but obviously there was a lot of tension between um, Cuba and um, America during the Cold War. Mm. Obviously Cuba was allied with um Oh and
2: they trained up all these with soldiers. The Soviets
1: and mm-hmm. stuff like that with the Soviet Union. Um and a lot of like American high up generals in, in in the army and stuff like that, in the American army and American politicians were like outraged because basically Cuba let um the USSR put a bunch of um basically like uh like missile silos for better for lack mm. of a better word basically like on in cuba like pointing at america and obviously mm. cuba is like super close mm. to to the north america it's like south america you know and america were like outraged and it was almost like and, it, and i think at the time jfk had been in office something like three months so he was like green you know he was like new to mm. the job and it was almost like it was expected that he would almost just like bow to whatever the american generals were saying or his bit, advisors yeah um and they were like right yeah you need to take like affirmative almost like almost like affirmative like aggressive action and he was like no mm. and apparently he he did so, you know he did some like digging and some research and he realized that that was actually in retaliation for um america putting some missiles i can't remember what country it was it was some country basically that was quite close proximity mm. to the, to mm. to the soviet union um was it know,
0: hawaii I thought they put it off a like what off the coast of Hawaii, so it could. Don't know. I think I, they I didn't think, have stuff. I think set it up was. There.
1: I think it was a European country. Right. Um, there's a very small chance I might just be completely off. But off. So I, I, I would. I. I want to say it was a European country, um, and yeah, they put some missiles there. So then, the, yeah, all these generals and these and these political advisors were going to say like, you need to take aggressive mm. affirmative action. The thing is, Soviet war was already so, um, so like T- dodgy tents. and tense. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know it. Is it going to end up in nuclear warfare, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. Like you have got to be so careful. It's like politics, especially during times of war. It's like a freaking the most tense game of chess you've mm-hmm. ever made. And once you make that move, you can't unmake that move. Mm. And um, what he did instead was he spoke to um, the head of the USSR at the time. I can't remember the name of the guy who was the head at the time. Um, and he spoke to his like sort of his cabinet, and they said, "Look, if we take if we take those missiles away from that country." Will you take your? You ta- and they basically said yes, we will. Mm. So they made an agreement, and then they did it, and then they t- were taken out of Cuba. Everyone held up their their word, and it was almost like the USSR realized that that was a decent thing that they were doing; it wasn't putting them at risk. Um, so they they held up their end of the bargain, and that was like that is how you freaking... Are, are yeah, that's mm. how you do being the president of America. Basically, that is democracy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is that is almost like do you know what I mean. Like there could have been so many bad decisions made in that moment. And that's why I think it's really bad. I was saying during the break as well that like Joe Biden's um, sent all these like cluster bombs and stuff to to giving them to the Ukraine at the at the moment to use on the Russians. But they're saying like the reason why they're considered really taboo and and countries like the UK and some other European countries and stuff have come out and said that they don't condone it. It's because um, apparently, so I'm not I'm, I'm not a bomb expert, but apparently the way that cluster bombs work is they don't necessarily all go off at once. So what it can lead, obviously, is to, to um, you know, it's a little bit, you know, every now and again, you'll hear, like, the beach is cordoned off mm. because somebody's mm. be found a bomb. Yeah, mm. yeah. So it's basically, it's like, uh, some bombs could go off and then there could be, like, one uh, part of the cluster could not go off. And in five years' time, some civilian, some freaking mum and dad would be walking with their three little kids and it could mm. just blow up and just, just turn them all into frickin' mincemeat. You mm. know, and it's like, that obviously is, it's hard to condone that, really, mm. because there's one thing, there's one thing going for, you know, the military of a country you're at mm. war with, but then I think when the more you start putting civilians at risk, mm. it becomes really corrupt, really, doesn't it? You know, mm. I mean, I think that's one of the most ugly things about warfare, general um, w- warfare in general nowadays. You know, you read all of these almost like quite romantic nowadays, like accounts um, accounts of of, mm. of of war, say a thousand years ago, two thousand years ago, three thousand years ago, and there's all these like here, you know, like these epic Viking names and Saxon names mm. and Greek names and Roman names and frickin... You know all these uh, these amazing sort of um, nations. You know Spartans and Viking and all this stuff. And uh, but let's face it, it was primarily like most of the, all the big battles were armies against armies. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like there were like little freaking kids there getting blown up. Mm-hmm. And suddenly a little baby just gets blown up in the middle mm-hmm. of it. These are like fully grown men that were like going to war. You know, there's a difference between that and then like freaking you know, some, some some poor sod walking through a forest and accidentally setting off some cluster bomb that was set, put there years mm. ago and then just like you and your family get blown up. Mm. That's just, that's uh, it's different ethically, isn't it? Mm. Morally, it's just, it's a different kettle of fish. Definitely. But yeah, um, we all support Robert Kennedy anyway. Pandora's Box is an official supporter of Robert Kennedy. As I said, I think I see him almost like as the chosen one. I think that like, it's like and I said the reason I think that. Going back to what I was saying is I think like names just like just silly anyway, you know what I mean? It's like yeah, we need names because it makes things almost like tidy in life. I appreciate that. Cuz without them it would almost be like very hard to like almost like even communicate. Mm. But don't put almost like too much stock and power into them. Do you know what I mean? It's just a freaking name. It's just a like, signpost. I think that Robert Kennedy could appeal just as much to Republicans in America as he could do to Democrats or any other political mm. party. Um, and I think at the end of the day, what if I was an American, what I would want mo- the most is is a president that was honest, truthful, did what was best for the American people, and did what was best for the wider world as well. And another thing I thought was really yeah, yeah. good, talking about what he was saying um, to Lex Freedom on the podcast, is that what the Kennedys have always believed in, and what JFK very much stood for, and what Robert Kennedy Jr.'s father stood for, um, was... May, what they wanted most from america is to lead not by like force. fear or mm. even uh, yeah or force it was to lead by example mm. so it's like look almost like this is the way that you should be as a country and almost like leaders are shining light mm. all the other countries will take note of that and hopefully turn around and be like that's how you should govern a country you know you should be like almost like the you should be almost like the Gandalf for the freaking world you know it's,
2: it's interesting when charles eisenstein was talking about it as well he was almost saying like a new path in history was like set when that when the jfk assassination happened and everything mm. and how w- he he stood for those things as well what mm. was almost like good for the people good for the world what, jfk jfk yeah, yeah of course yeah. so he said at that time it was almost like something splintered and a new timeline happened and you look at all of like the wars and the destruction and everything that's happened since then as well and he was saying like if if kent like um robert kennedy gets back in power it'll almost like put it back onto the the like, like it was almost like a big detour of mm. like of like things that happened but he stands for similar things so it'll almost put it back on track of like what 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 jfk's aim was as well to like take the direction to take America and stuff and mm. I thought yeah that's an interesting way of looking at it like I didn't even think it would be a possibility I hadn't even heard of the guy <laughs> do yeah, you know yeah, what I mean and yeah, now yeah. I'm like oh yeah that sounds like really cool like the fact that it could take a new course
0: <laughs> did JFK like last the whole uh, Cold War did he see it out no. I w- not what do you mean what do you mean well before he was assassinated
1: no 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 there were several US presidents that were in the part you know that was I mean the Cold War started not long after the Second World War right but it happened, it was happened like, it, it was like decades long mm. like the Cold War I don't know exactly how many lo- years it went on for I'll go look it up um,
0: so they had the whole space race and everything as well yeah, going, yeah. Didn't they?
1: how long did the Cold War last mm. 45 years
0: whoa that's a long time <sighs> is It's crazy yeah.
1: yeah it says the Cold War lasted about 45 years
0: as a long game, of there chance. were no direct <laughs>
1: military campaigns between the two main antagonists, the United States and the Soviet Union. It's crazy that there was almost like it's called the Cold War, but there was mm. no like, do you know what I mean? But it's mm. like it's so tense because both of them were just such juggernauts. It's like, well, if this happens, mm. this isn't going to be like a skirmish, this is going to be like the whole world. Yeah. Well, you know mm. I mean, it would have been like World War Three. pretty much. Think of mm. how the technology
2: is like gone now as well. So we, we, you know, you can really like stop them and stuff like that. But mm. like back then, it would have just been like game over. There's mm.
1: a Winston Churchill was a very sort of, um, very intelligent man, obviously, and a very wise man. And he, at the end of the Second World War, there's a really good quote that you can listen to and he says something about how, like, the war is over. But then almost as a little cautionary thing, he says, like, but we are now... Something about the Iron Curtain. Obviously, they call it the Iron Curtain. Mm. I mean, you, I mean, we talked a bit about it to Ruta when Ruta came on as a guest. And anyway, we obviously we talked about Ruta earlier on. Um, she was talking about what it was like living under the Iron Curtain, as mm. they call it. Mm-hmm. Any of those, like, Soviet countries that were, like, countries that nowadays, like Lithuania, Poland... That are, that are free states now, mm. but they were the under the Iron mm. Curtain. Like it's, I'll try and find that um, little quote, because it's actually really interesting. Um,
0: let's have a look. Um, what's the judge of Iron Curtain? Just a side note while you're typing yeah. that up as well. Uh, either, are you going to go and watch Oppenheimer when it comes out? Because that kind of that. links into when this comes out. It's the new Christopher Nolan film. It's coming out is it about in the atom a week. It is Oppenheimer's the man who uh, created the atom bomb. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a whole movie about sort of his lead up to that, the choices he had to go through, and like how it almost changed him as a person. But it's meant to be like one of the films of the year. I, don't so know. Nice. I might do. I, I don't that. know.
1: I might do. Um, but yeah, this is. Um, is it? Yeah, I think this is it. Sorry if that was a bit rough. Then <laughs>
6: it was, of course, a very big day in the history of Fulton, Missouri, when President Truman. Oh, so, so he said this Churchill in in America, visit.
1: in Missouri. President Truman, obviously, he took over. As the president of America.
6: About 30,000 people had invaded in this died. small, middle Western town, and if we don't see many of them in the street, it's because they were crowding the campus of Westminster College.
1: But basically Winston Churchill knew that, that people had to be worried about the USSR. So there's Truman and... Winston.
6: But what we might call the collection of another degree wasn't the big event this time. It was Churchill's speech. Now awaited by about 3,000 people inside, 30,000 outside, and the rest of the world. It's a pity, but the cameraman's strong lights always worry Mr. Churchill on these occasions. President Truman introduces him.
5: Mm-hmm. It's a pleasure to me to introduce Mr. Churchill. He's one of the great men of the age. He's a great English
1: Nice to see the camaraderie between the Yanks and the Brits as well, isn't it?
5: He's a great Englishman, but he's half American.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Winston's mum was American. And
5: it's Mm -hmm. one of the great privileges of my lifetime to be able to present to you that great world citizen, Winston
1: Churchill. I like how he's just sat there like a little grumpy old man as well, just in his coat, you know. reminds me of my granddad.
6: This is how Churchill began his address in Westminster College, Missouri.
1: Bring back news sounding the like the that. The name
5: Westminster somehow or other seems familiar to me. <laughs> I, um, I feel as if I'd heard of it before. Uh, indeed, now that I come to think of it, it was at Westminster that I received a very large part of my education uh, in uh, politics, dialectic, rhetoric, uh, and one or two other things. (laughs) The the president has told you that it is his wish, as I'm sure it is yours, that I should have full liberty to give my true and faithful counsel in these anxious and baffling times.
6: The strong lights were making things difficult for him, and at this point it was necessary to dim them, which rather spoils the picture, I'm afraid.
5: Love it. Neither the sure prevention of war nor the continuous rise of world organization will be gained without what I have called the fraternal association of the English speaking people.
1: Mm. So, what obviously he means is like Americans, Brits, New Zealanders, Canadians, Australians, you know, the...
5: this means a special relationship between the British Commonwealth and Empire and the United States of America. Ladies and gentlemen, this is no time for generalities, and I will venture to be precise. A shadow has fallen upon the scenes so lately lightened, lighted by the Allied victory. No, no, nobody knows what Soviet Russia and its communist international organization intends to do in the immediate future. From Stettin in the Baltic, to Trieste in the Adriatic, an iron curtain has descended across the continent. I do not believe that Soviet Russia desires war. From what I have seen of our Russian friends and allies during the war, I am convinced that there is nothing they admire so much as strength, and there is nothing for which they have less respect than for weakness, especially military weakness. If we adhere faithfully to the Charter of the United Nations and walk forward in sedate and sober strength, seeking no one's land or treasure, seeking to lay no arbitrary control upon the thoughts of men, If all British moral and material forces and convictions are joined with your own in fraternal association, the high roads of the future will be clear. Not only for us, but for all. Not only for our time, but for a century to come.
6: Winston Churchill had spoken as a private citizen, but it goes without saying that his words carried the full authority of his unrivaled experience as Britain's great war leader. Let us hope they receive the very serious attention they deserve from all quarters.
2: Hmm. hmm. Come you on, you know, that's like the first Winston
1: Churchill speech that I've properly watched. Oh, man, he's, he's, he crazy. was named for some of his speeches, man. Mm. His one when, um, obviously, when br- like British morale was like fairly low, like when they were getting like bombed during the Blitz and that, his like speech about, you know, like the fight him on the beaches mm. speech? Yeah, I've heard quotes of it and, like, oh, kind of, mate, like have you never, like, heard it properly? N- I don't mate, think it so. Mate, it makes you feel like you're ready for war, man. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, like, you know, like, but like, not in a way, like, you know, but obviously in a defensive way. Like, the whole point of the time was is that, like, British people were, like, really freaking worried, man. Like, mm. our cities were being, like, bombed. Like, Germany had already freaking conquered, like, France and, like, so many other countries in Europe. And we were, like, really freaking worried that they were going to get invaded. Mm. And, like, his speech is about, like, you know, it's the whole thing. It's like, I'm fighting on the beaches, we'll fight him in, you know, it's like... Makes you feel so patriotic, almost like, yes, we're working. We yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Do you want to listen to it? Yeah, I'm up for Yeah, because I reckon these will be, they're like so old now as well. That yeah. It's just like Churchill. Fighting. Copyright's yeah. gone. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure it's gone. Yeah. Bit of education. I don't know, like, who, like who Yeah, who would own this? Mm. Do you know what I mean?
5: When Napoleon laid Boulogne for a year with his flat bottom boats and his grand army. He was told by someone, there are bitter weeds in England. There are certainly a great many more of them since the British Expeditionary Force returned. Sir, I have myself full confidence that if all do their duty, if nothing is neglected, and if the best arrangements are made, as they are being made, we shall prove ourselves once more able to defend our island home To ride out the storm of war and to outlive the menace of tyranny if necessary for years if necessary alone (laughs) at any rate that is what we are going to try to do that is the resolve of his majesty's government every man of them that is the will of Parliament and the nation the British Empire and the French Republic linked together in their cause and in their need will defend to the death their native soil, aiding each other like good comrades to the utmost of their strength. We shall go on to the end. We shall fight in France. We shall fight on the seas and oceans. We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall defend our island, whatever the cost may be. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall fight in the hills. We shall never surrender. And if, which I do not for a moment believe, this island or a large part of it were subjugated and starving, then our empire beyond the seas, armed and guarded by the British fleet, would carry on the struggle until in God's good time. The new world, with all its power and might, steps forth to the rescue and the liberation
1: of the old. How good is that? Wow, that's pretty frickin' epic, isn't it? Mm. Like things poli- used to be so much more epic. Oh man, yeah, I was going to say like <laughs> like since when have you heard like a, pol- a politician say a, a speech like that? Like, so you know mm. what I mean? But I think uh, one thing I think is um, I think one thing is like cool about um, like Brit like British history, and like Britain as a nation. Is um like whether you like Britain or not, like as a nation? Do you know what I mean? Because obviously, you know, there are some countries that might have a bad taste in their mouth from things that we've done to them in the past. Same way we've got a bit of a bad taste in our mouth with some, some other nations. And that obviously, that obviously doesn't mean that you would judge ever an individual by like the country that they come from. I don't obviously think that's the case. But obviously, it's like you know, let's face it, Britain does have some like rivalries a little bit with some countries. Um, but I think whether you sort of like naturally like. Britain or not, regardless of regardless what part of the world you're from, I think you know you got to respect you got to respect Britain for the things that Britain's accomplished over the years. As like a tiny, we're like a tiny country in the grand mm. scheme of things. We're not a big country, are we? You know, mm. we've as a country accomplished a hell of a lot, and I think the bit most admirable quality is like as Winston Churchill was saying. And I've heard lots of other, I've heard like quotes from like you know certain like you know American personnel. I know like like Jocko Jocko Willink, I'm a big fan of. Um, I think you know probably most people listening knows who Jocko is. If they don't look up Jocko, Winick, what an inspiration! Um, but lots of other people as well. You know, say like an American military, other types of military, really respect like the SAS and stuff because it's just that that never surrender mentality. He's like saying that there. Do you know what I mean he's literally mm-hmm. just saying like, look, like you know France, France obviously like surrendered like to the Nazis and stuff. And I'm not like I'm not like trying to embarrass obviously the French or anything like that or like say you know put them down for that. But there is just, as he said, you know, as Winston said, like, just Britain just will not surrender. Mm-hmm. Like you, you like, mm. you, like, like, like we might, Malta. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and yeah. Malta are the same. Mm-hmm. Like Malta are the same. It's like that sort of, it's that sort and Greece, that's another country I would say has that mindset. Mm. The Maltese, the Greeks, the Brits, there's something about certain nations. It's like, look, like we're not even saying like we're the strongest like all those nations but like you will literally have to kill every single one of us because mm-hmm. we will never bow down to you and there's mm-hmm. like i think there's something about that that's just almost like inspiring mm-hmm. yeah you know mm-hmm. like I- we are not going to conform to whichever sort of like weird to, to your sort of tyranny so to speak like your mm-hmm. way of life mm-hmm. like this is our way of life and if you want to take it from us you're gonna have to kill every single one mm-hmm. of us that's what i felt like in covid <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like yeah. it got weird and it actually got it so, it, weird, it, it, yeah. it got weird and it got it
2: got a bit like if this gets weirder i've really got to see where the, where i where where the line stands with what i truly believe in and and it's like what are you worth like dying for almost mm. like like what are you what you know what do you believe in so much that you're you're worth like
1: laying down your life for of like your own autonomy and things like that you know it's weird isn't it it's almost like i don't know about you but i think me and em were talking about it quite recently Well, I find it almost like a bit spinny now... Because it almost seems like it was like it wasn't really real, like now. No. like it didn't it's happen. Like two years
2: of my life, that it was like just, a dream. Like two years is a long time. Yeah, mm. but things have got back to normal. Like yeah. now, like in you know, like ninety nine point nine like, percent, like, almost. Now I feel like almost how I did before. Yeah, like, like as yeah. in with just what yeah. I want to do. But like you don't think Where about I've it. I've been to Costa Rica. I've been to Peru. Like like you yeah. know, in the last like year and and stuff. And and I'm not what, thinking like I'm not even having to prove anything when I get to the airport or yeah. you know mm. take these tests all the time and stuff like that. But yeah, it was just this weird section that, that, that you know, we're never going to get that back. And almost like we're just like two
1: years older, but like
0: mm, <laughs> been yeah. through that crazy. Such now. a crazy time period. Like mm. it doesn't, like, like you said, it doesn't feel real mm. to look back on. Mm.
1: Yeah, I guess it just seems almost like weird now. It's, almost like it's, it's, it's hard to remember. It's like, I would say it was really, really spinny for me because obviously at the time I'd literally yeah, become yeah, like yeah, a dad like one yeah, week before. Yeah. And then I, rem- I remember um, like M um, ha- got like an infection, like from her, you know, after childbirth. And um, like literally the day after, um, Emma had given birth to Evie. We had to go to the hospital, and I remember we were sitting in the, like the hospital room, um, and I remember watching on TV about how it was basically. It was like, yeah, it was you know it was all like going a bit crazy by that point.
0: Is that when like Italy shut down and places? No, like no, no. That? This is
1: way after that. This is right. like this is like when it was like spreading suddenly in England, and they were starting throwing around like all these like crazy things in like mm. on the news, like saying that like. Mm. You know, like I think the word like lockdown might have even been chucked down. I was thinking like, what even is that? Like, do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it was like, I don't even really understand what the rules of that are. You know, and then it was like, oh, and because they were like selling it like that, I had all this like, pressure as a dad, and I thought like I would like, I thought, I thought that I would like, if I went out and brought it home, then I would like kill my kid. Yeah. And I felt loads of pressure, man. And like your your anybody that's had a kid will understand this like your um either paternal or maternal instinct kicks in so fricking hard. Like when it's like the moment you have a kid and all you can really, like your number one priority is like protecting them. And I can imagine that under normal circumstances, you wouldn't even really have to like think about that because mm. it's like, you wouldn't ever really feel under like, like that wouldn't need to kick up. Mm. But because of what everything that there was like being said, I didn't want to obviously throw caution to the wind because there's one thing, say in your situation you know, you don't really have anything to be responsible for other than yourself. Mm. So um, there's not much. There's not any pressure there. Mm. I felt like a lot of pressure. Oh, yeah. Because there's one thing. I don't I wouldn't care if I got myself sick, but if I if I got my kids sick, mm. then I would never be able to forgive myself. Mm. You know mm. I mean, because they were saying at the time, and obviously, you know, like I'm an open-minded guy, but I also try not to be very like, arrogant with my opinions in terms of like I I didn't have a freaking clue at the time. Mm. No, I did I had no idea, um, what it would be like. You know, like, what COVID really was, or how it would affect me. Mm, all I knew, man. it was a new thing.
2: Um, and it's been, like, hammed up to hell. think like, this is yeah. going to kill you, basically. Yeah, mm-hmm. and
1: especially at first, obviously, after about six months, there was a lot more conflicting information. But at first, all you heard was, like, it was almost like, panic, bad, lockdown. Da, 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 mm. da. And it was like, this is a respiratory condition. And I was thinking, oh, well, you know, like, I'm an asthmatic. Oh, it doesn't bother me. I don't even take medication. You know, mm. I don't even take medication for asthma. But... Technically, I am an asthmatic, so I'm I'm, I'm
0: more susceptible. I assume mm, mm. still because it never goes away asthma fully. I mm. assume
1: I will be more susceptible
0: to a respiratory condition. And mm. at that time, they would have really hammered that home as well. Oh, they
1: know? were going on about like yeah, if you're like an asthmatic or you've got like a heart. I think they basically said that like if you have like asthma or a heart problem, then you're like really, really. Then it could be like really bad if you get it. Mm. And, you know, I know thinking like, well, how bad? Because obviously, you know, as somebody that's interested in history, i n- I know about things like the bubonic plague. I know about, you know, the Black Death and all Mm. that stuff. And I'm thinking like, uh, what, is is it like that level? Because Mm. I know that when that was at those outbreaks in Europe back in the day, you know, it was like... The, almost like the majority people of the population died. Yeah. Yeah. It was literally like the majority of the population died. I always you know? remember being in school
2: and seeing like, you, you you get your science books or your history books mm. and they have the pictures in the cartoons and it was all these like really old cartoons of like people like when they had these like boils under their yeah. armpits. Yeah, mm. agonising boils, boils the size of like, apples. Oh man, that must have been savage to you know that that actually Seeping happened in, in history. Out yes. yeah. No, no, thank and you. Apparently oh. they, and apparently <laughs> they
1: were like the agony yeah. as mm-hmm. well these boils apparently they were agony it's up to the size of an apple. Just boils under your armpits and in your groin Yeah, all uh, these, pla- all the crevices of your body yeah, basically and you just nice. have an agonising
0: slow death. Is Ooh. that one of like the worst things ever in like human oh, recorded history? Yeah, for sure. I remember when I for went sure. to Iceland I went to like that the National Museum yeah. and they were talking there about like how literally entire civilizations just wiped out because oh, yeah. like majority of the people obviously in Iceland at the time it was all sort of broken into like camps at different places. Yeah, settlements, yeah. And uh majority of people like die at these settlements from the plague, and the people that didn't mm. wouldn't have enough people backing them up to even yeah. like sustain themselves, mm. so they would just die from like, hunger or or other things like apparently,
1: that apparently apparently the um the only good thing about about the Black Death and the plague was that it really benefited the poor people of the generation directly afterwards. Mm. And it makes sense if you think about why. And I never really thought about it until I watched the Lucy Worsley documentary about it. Shout out Lucy Worsley, by the way. I freaking love Lucy Worsley. So, mm. And it's really that funny, that historian. Yeah, and it's yeah. really funny as well because Josh randomly does as well. One <laughs> of the things we did when we were doing to download it as well that like Claire must have gotten really old of re- like bored of really quickly was that we, like pretty much every day, me and Josh were just talking to each other, but in the accent of Lucy Worsley. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy Worsley, <laughs> Catherine of arrogance. <laughs> <laughs>
3: like-
1: <laughs> no, I need to watch it. Henry's first wife, Catherine of Aragon. But yeah, I'm such a, I'm such a <laughs> massive fan of Lucy Worsley. I um, watched this really good documentary with her about it. And they were saying, like, as you can imagine, in those days, the the um, the difference between what would have been known as, like, a serf, like, a, just a very common person, basically, like, mm. the lowest of the low in society, and, say, like, a lord, the lord of the land, would have been, like, frickin' insurmountable. Like, the difference, do you know what I mean? Mm. Basically, if you're a serf, you worked your freaking ass off and got little for it. If mm. you were a lord of the manor, you would have had loads and loads and loads of stuff. You could have just raised your taxes when you wanted, blah, 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 blah. Um, it was basically saying the reason that it, it benefited the serfs is because there were hardly any workers. Mm. But these lords of the land, they needed people to work the fields. They needed people to maintain their freaking like, manners mm. and all this stuff that uh, wherever they lived. So they could be like, no, not doing so, it. Yeah. So basically, the, because there give was me more money. before the Black Death and the plagues and stuff, there was, there was such an abundance of people mm. they could almost get away more with being tyrannical. Mm. But then the serfs almost just realised that they could be like, no, I'm not doing that unless you give me more money. And then mm. obviously, the, at first, the laws would be like, well, we'll kill you then. And they'd be like, well, then you're not going to have anybody to, to do anything. Mm. And they'd be like, oh yeah, she's got a point. Okay, well, how much money do you want? Okay, give me more of this and I want you to lower the taxes. Mm. And then it actually was it. Uh, economically, even though it came off the back of something that was absolutely awful, like literally can't get more worse than like a fricking, you know, mm, a, like a, a, a literally like a deadly plague. Kill was like, I can't Such remember. A, it, like, it was like it was like seventy percent mm. of the
0: population of Europe or something mm.
1: crazy like that. But um, I'll look it up in a minute. How much percent of the European population died? But it was something. It was crazy.
0: People must have legit thought that was going to be the end of the like, human civilization. Well, mm. I
1: think a lot of people because they were so god fearing in those days, it was like a lot of people went super religious and thought right. that, like we'd be being punished for like. Because let's face it, murder and prostitution is like always being like a big thing in like pretty much any society in the world. Do you know what I mean? Like once you get past a certain level, I'm sure it's not an issue in sort of like you know little tribes and stuff. But um, you know, once you get past a certain level of civilization, I think things like mm. prostitution, murder is it's it's, it's going to happen in the dark alleyways of mm. of of whatever civilization. And I think people just thought it was like punishment from God for all mm. these things, and they were you, probably as a result you were having like probably crazy radical religious movements as well. I imagine. Mm. Wow. Um, I'll put like what percentage of Europe died during the Black Death, or what percentage of the UK? What percentage?
0: I guess there would have been uh, the other thing that would have like helped poor people. There would have been a lot of empty houses. Mm. Yeah, because <laughs> people would just be you know not there to to actually clean their houses, so they'd have to go to someone. Yeah, eventually.
1: Okay, it wasn't actually as bad in, in uh, England between between thirty and forty percent of the English population, but uh, still a lot. Still sounds like a lot to mm. me. Thirty and forty percent. Wait a minute. This seems like it's a bit more complicated than that, though. Let me just click on this link for a minute. Is es- It's estimated in total thirty to forty percent of the English population perished, and in some villages, <laughs> but in some villages the death toll reached as high as eighty to ninety percent. So some villages think we're only left with ten percent mm-hmm. of their population. Mm. So I guess it, it, it varied depending on where yeah. you were. Because I suspect there were some settlements that were lucky. Bear in mind in those days, there were no trains or cars or, or, or aeroplanes. So if you probably were in a village or town that was quite far away from other people, you could probably literally just be like, F off. Mm. Mm. We're shutting our gates. Don't mm. you freaking come in here. The mm. smart ones.
2: Mm. you know. Where um, What actually, what actually was it then?
1: It, it, it was f- fleas on rats. Fleas on rats. They thought it was the rats themselves because obviously they just didn't understand but now we know it was actually the little fleas on the rats Mm. so the rats were spreading it but people thought it was directly the rats but it wasn't the rats it was the fleas that were on the rats that's mad isn't it yeah it's crazy isn't
0: it imagine like the the image of just walking around during that time and like bodies everywhere and they would have had like Mm. plague doctors walking around yeah because they look sketchy as well how creepy they look and the reason
1: they had those giant beaks Oh, that's those. Yeah. yeah. You know those creepy- look- doctors. they have, like, goggles. Yeah. They'd have none of their flesh exposed. They'd be wearing, like, long black garments, mm. black leather gloves, goggles, and this big beak. It looks like something from a horror movie. Literally man. almost like
0: a weird version of the Grim Reaper or something. Yeah. Mm.
1: And the reason they'd have this big, long beak and at the bottom of it, because, obviously, all they would smell is like, pus and death everywhere. Because people were just dying everywhere and they were burning the body. So you'd, mm. all you'd smell everywhere in England was, like, charred flesh and, like, pus. Oh, man, and that, that boils. Have been horrible. Rough times. Oh, yeah. They At the end of the beaks, they basically com- they had two little holes just so they could just about breathe, but then they filled the beaks with, like, lavender and rosemary and stuff. Mm. Smart. So that it wouldn't be, like, putrid. Mm. Because they would just obviously be going around to, like, the most awful places. Mm. But, like, they were, like, not obviously, like, doing any good medicine, really. I think mm. they were essentially going, like, sprinkling them with holy water. Mm. And yeah. Probably, like, sticking a cross up their bum or something. <laughs> what's yeah, it, what's
0: you know like- what it's like in those days, you know what I mean? Was there <laughs> any hope for anyone that had it? Yeah. Or was it literally like you no, were done? No, no. I, well, no, I think no, I think some
1: some people recovered. Yeah, but it was like a low percentage Whoa, of people. I think. I, can't, I mean, let me talk that. in, that's another interesting statistic, isn't it? How like how many people survived? Imagine
0: having it, and you're one of the ones that survive.
1: What percentage mm. of people survived the black the black death? What that's percentage of crazy. people of people?
0: Because people still get it now, don't they? Do they? I've, yeah, there's still like cases that come around, but I think you just know how now? to cure it now. Mm. No, I
1: don't think you, I don't think people do know how to treat it.
0: Do they not? No, I don't think so. Wow. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Mental.
1: Man, that's actually crazy. I don't know why they've put it like this. Surely there's a better way of putting this. <laughs> it says um, the mortality was so rapid and so great that barely 10 people out of every thousand survived. 10 Out of a thousand, yes, man. The freaking strongest people <laughs> known to man. They, those people, fair shout out to them, they ironing have, out the gene pool, yeah. I was gonna mm. say, I guess, in a weird way, it might have, in the long run, been Kept a benefit because those people, <laughs> we're must descendants have, of those people, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. literally, yeah. they must have had immune systems like, like insane mm. immune mm. systems. They must have been so strong and so fit. Imagine that, like, Gosh. everyone around you is dying, it you get it, and you're like, oh man, I'm dying, and then you just get out of it, you're like. Walking around very cocky, and yeah. That. <laughs> I, I watched this video the other day. It was Vince McManus, but yeah.
0: like bodies all across the, either side of the road, just strolling yeah. through.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I watched this video the other day, and it was talking. About, I think it was like medieval times, about like the, like the origins of like fans and the bouquet. About, but just because people stunk so much, like it, 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 it wasn't um, cleanliness. Just like wasn't a thing back then, yeah. and they were saying like. You know, it was never hot, but you'd see people fanning all the time because they were literally just like keeping away the stench mm. of other people and themselves from their nose like this, you know. Mm. And, and the bouquet with the flowers um, was to was to, um, you know, try and mask the smell of the people I, as I well. Was, I and, was and, and weddings, mm. um, the weddings were in June because in May you would have taken the one shot, the one bath of the year. So, or yeah. so people would in have the, the UK, weddings in yeah. yeah. So people would have the wedding in June because the the stench would still be bearable of the other people that for them all to get there and like for the brides mm. and stuff. And I, I was like, man, that's so disgusting. And I, I always mental. think that
1: sometimes because I think it's very easy sometimes to get swept up in like the romanticism or something you're watching and like no. you know like watching things like the Last Kingdom and Vikings. And obviously, they they have some very good looking women in that playing mm-hmm. some parts in those programs and that. And I think like you know you think you're caught up in the romanticism of the of of the thing you're watching. So you're watching Vikings and you think man i freaking love to live in the viking times freaking go on <laughs> some cool freaking like you know, viking battles and like get some bird like lagatha and that <laughs> and then like, i do some you know i'm doing some reading at home and it's like going on about how like pretty much everyone in those days had lice yeah mm. um like everyone and and and, and, and 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 like savage gut worms, and worms. yeah worms lice and uh, they would just even like the women's pubic hair would have just been like infested and that and i was like Actually, nah. Yeah. <laughs> actually, and and yeah. And just Imagine and cleanliness. If you people a, didn't really have cleanliness. If you had a time machine and you went back in those days, you'd actually be like, "Oh my god!" Actually, these these chicks <laughs> these chicks have rancid. And it's really funny because in the Anglo-Saxon chronicles, obviously, like the Vikings didn't really write much, but the Saxons did. Um, and one of the things that they write about the Vikings, which is hilarious, was how they were like vain because they washed all the time. And then there's I can't remember. There's a certain scripture written by some monk, and it's like. They're very vain. They um, they brush their hair daily and they they wash as much as once a week. And it's like really funny how like they thought the Vikings were weird because they wa- washed up to once a week, which is still yeah. only like ju- you know it's still only like fifty five times a year. <laughs> yeah, imagine if we only wash once a week, <laughs> Mate, Jesus. After my with the workouts I do, I would be I would be wretched. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to lift my arms because they'd be like stuck to my sides. Yeah, do you know what I mean? You yeah. know when you have like a big workout,
0: especially this time of year, mm. and afterwards you just feel sticky and like clammy. Mm. Yeah, man. I heard a I heard a fact about a doctor that yeah. um he he was what like crazy person in history because one of the main deaths back in the day child would have birth. been childbirth. Yeah, I remember and reading about this. Yeah, yeah. The wasn't guy, it like
1: one in three women died of childbirth or something like that?
0: Yeah, there was one guy who like basically found out there was a correlation between if you washed your hands before he was delivering a morgue. child.
2: He he would he'd be like he'd be like he was going to the morgue and um like handling dead mm. people and then going up and straight from that. To get like helping a woman give birth, mm. and it was when he couldn't do it, and the midwives took over and were doing it rather than the doctor, and the birth rates were less. So he's like, "Oh, what's the, You know, what the, what's what, the correlation?" Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, "Okay, yeah, wash your hands." And as soon as he started doing that, it was like,
0: you know, mm. um, so much, so many less. And deaths. you, you would think that's like a huge thing, but he mm. was ridiculed for it really no one like followed him they all thought that he was crazy i i, I don't know what happened to him i was just trying to find out on my phone there mm. but i've got a feeling he may have even been like killed for it really because they just thought he was like mm. mental i, feel, I think i think they put man. him in like a mental institute or something like that and um <laughs> you're crazy washing yeah. your hands <laughs> yeah. how crazy is that nowadays i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure this is a
1: fact that like um washing your hands is like the number one thing that you can do to prevent yourself from getting ill mm, mm. Because the men number one, yeah, it's just like you like be walking around the supermarket, touching door handles at work, touching anything, you know, like our mouse. Thing, mm. Do you know what I mean? I like, think you know, like at your computer desk, Petrol whatever. Pumps mm. Yeah, di- what was it? Yeah, oh, oh yeah, like going on about how experience. I can't remember. Yeah, it was like how many times dirtier they are than like a, than, than like a, a toilet public toilet and, yeah. basin. Mm. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it was. It wasn't even the, 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 the toilet seat, I think it was like the basin. Yeah, and it's like man, that makes you, literally mad, every, it literally ever since I've heard that every time I fill up my car up. Luckily, one good thing about COVID is that every single like petrol station, that they go in and there'll be like uh, like an anti antibacter- you know, like yeah. antibacterial mm. thing. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like straight away before I go and pay. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, mate, I do not want any of that that hmm. rubbish on my hands. You know, just getting like colds and that. Yeah, time. I always
2: think I want like gloves to put on, like to actually fill my car up, but I never <laughs> have them. I want to yeah. get a little, want to get a little latex like lo- glove box in the, in the car where you just take a thing yeah. every I think time. You'd
1: only need one as well, mm. wouldn't you? You don't need oh, the I don't one I, hand. I, I
2: would want a fresh. Yeah, I'd want I would want a fresh glove every time.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. what I mean. But like, you don't only need one for one hand at the time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the one that's holding the nozzle. You oh, know, I, I go in two-handed, man. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you're freaking. That's yeah, that's, that's dedication, man. That's dedication to uh, to your petrol pumping, man. Mm-hmm.
0: I always find it with the gym. Whenever I go to the gym, and yeah. I like pick up stuff, and it's just like real sweaty, like yeah. now that arm. Like, oh, that's man. another thing. Public gyms like you need if you do go to
1: a gym then you probably want to go to one that's like clean thoroughly every day oh man i thought that with snap fitness
2: like i was surprised at like it almost in the culture of the gym goers as well like they have loads of spray around there and every time someone got off they'd spray all the seats and then wash it if they know they had been sweating on it and stuff and like it like the people doing it plus the the actual people working there would go around and clean it like i always kind of saw them doing it as well i was like
1: yeah, that's fair shout out. Think about like all the sweat and everything mm. like that. It's quite unhygienic after a while, isn't it? You know, like just building up on stuff. That's one and of the, that's another nice thing about having my own gym. Mm. It's like me and my very close friends. Yeah. And do you know what I mean? It's like if somebody like a real close friend did say they got like savagely ill and I knew they went for a workout a like, couple of days with me, I could just very easily just go in there and spray down mm. whatever they were using. Hose it down I You're most likely your Going to be like Touching
0: your face After the gym as well Aren't you Like wiping your brow Yeah Or yeah, for stuff for sure, like that man. So yeah, I always sure. think Whenever I go there And I'm like handling stuff I'm like man I I don't even want to know What's on my hands right now <laughs> Yeah
1: Yeah I don't blame yeah. you Yeah Yeah chlamydia probably <laughs>
0: Yeah <laughs> I always think of when I open my water bottle. That's the bit that always freaks me out. I'll yeah. like, open my water bottle with my hands and be like, oh man. Yeah. I oh, like, shouldn't have sip done that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Do you want to? Um, there's only like a minute and a half left of the show. Do you want me to just give you some, everyone some really um, immature. Quick for effects! Quick for yeah, Go for it. Um, we might have said this at some point before, but did you know that when a male honeybee reaches orgasm, his testicles explode and his penis gets ripped off? <laughs> <laughs> that's why they die. Did you know that, uh, just like some um, people in some towns of the UK, porcupines decide whether they want to have um, mate with each other by peeing on each other first and then smelling whether they think that they're compatible? <laughs> just uh, like people from Birmingham. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> did you know that male walruses have the ability to perform oral sex on themselves and have been documented to do so? Apparently there's even yeah, YouTube videos of them doing it.
0: With the big tusks. Uh, uh. A,
1: t- a tusky BJ. <laughs> Tusk up the bum. <laughs> You'll like this one, Drew, because you were the one that told me about this years oh, ago when it was ooh. on a Pandora's box as well. Well, not obviously about... You'll know what I'm saying. You'll know <laughs> what I'm saying. Next time you watch Jurassic Park, remember this. The velociraptor noises were created by altering r- the recorded sounds of tortoises having orgasms. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, is that hello? So, you
0: know that? <laughs> so, apparently, they
1: just, like, some, they just gave it to a producer a music producer who just altered voices and that but i could it sort of makes sense to me because obviously as somebody that's watched jurassic Park a lot it's always like "Uh, uh, uh." they sort of make that sort of noise they make several different sounds but that's one of them it's a bit like that yeah it's sped up a little bit you could imagine yeah a bit of gruff of gain. (laughs) (laughs) you know but like put a bit more bass on it lower it down a little bit you know yeah (laughs) i think this is quite a common one but yeah koala bears can give you chlamydia they do it by. Um, sometimes people don't even know that they've been given chlamydia by koala bears. It's because it gets transmitted by their wee, but they don't necessarily just wee all over you. Like a little bit of wee will leak onto your arm. Wee. Say while you're like holding uh, one in Australia, in like you know. Um, so, I didn't know this, and I'm quite fascinated because I've thought, well, I've never really seen a picture of an alligator with a massive pee pee, <laughs> so I don't really know exactly how this works. But apparently, alligators spend their entire life with an erection. They have a permanent erection from the moment they live to from the moment they're born to the moment they die. But as I said, there's not like pictures all over the place. Of, is it like, like inside mass-
0: them or something?
1: Oh, well, maybe. Mm. maybe. Maybe they like him that.
0: Maybe.
1: Like it's good for me <laughs> until it's good for you. Have you seen duck penises? Yeah, they're freaking torturous, mate. Yeah, the twisting. And ones. do you know do
2: you know why that is? Because the duck vaginas are like that. They're it's like, like mazes. Maze. Duck vaginas. And, and female actually- duck vaginas are like
1: mazes mm. and. Female ducks have not evolved the ability. This is weird. This is like, not very good. To, to experience pleasure through sex. They find it just nothing but uncomfortable. Mm. As a result, they flee males that try trying to have sex with them. Every so essentially every a single sex yeah, for, for a duck is rape, mm. which is Damn. dark for us to imagine as humans because obviously rape, rightfully so, is an are? awful thing. Mm-hmm. But to imagine that every type of intercourse between a duck is just rape. That's pretty brutal, <laughs> isn't it?
0: Nature is weird, man. Because bodies are so like our bodies, for example, are so curated for us to reproduce. You would mm. think other. Oh, well, you say that, but we've literally just well. said that.
1: Like in medieval times, like one in three women yeah, die true. from childbirth. So in that mm. regard, true, true. In yeah. that regard, you think, well, why just make women's hips a bit wider or something? You know, mm. why is it that like the birth canal is only like that? surely like if you made it like that it would just be enough that a baby could easily come out rather Mm. than like Mm. do you know what I mean it almost seems like it's like the just about the bare minimum yeah Mm. Yeah. (laughs) it's like (laughs) (laughs) he's got a big head (laughs) then um, I'm sorry then then you're lucky (laughs) that we invented (laughs) C-section (laughs) yes Yeah, but even then, you've got to have, like, literally, like, your freaking intestines, like, put on a oh, platter man. while they, like, get the baby out, and then they have to put the intestines back in it. and stitch you back up. Oh, like, sorry, don't. everyone, this is a bit graphic, I crazy. know. But it's late at night at this point, so... Um, well, unless you're listening to it on YouTube so or on Spotify, it, like. in which case, it's whatever time you fancy listening to it. But if you're listening to Pandora's Box by choice, you're probably not shocked. Mm. Um, let's um, give you a couple more, then. Let's give you a couple more. Um, I think this is quite a common one, but, like, just for people that don't know, human bodies continue to fart after death. Mm. Yeah. Uh so that's just um I mean I I suppose it would break the break the tension a little bit, <laughs> yeah. you know. You know. The average person farts about 1 liter of gas a day. That's enough to fill a small balloon.
3: <laughs> it's quite a lot.
1: A
2: yeah, it's quite a lot, of isn't gas.
0: it?
1: Mm. Yeah. It's, people tend to fart more on airplanes due to drops in air pressure. Um, So that's one thing to think about next time on an airplane and think you're probably just breathing in loads of people's farts. Oh, man. Mm. So many
2: people cram on there as well. Yeah, man.
1: Can't crack oh. a window. Mm. <laughs> Chewing gum makes you fart more because of the amount of air you end up swallowing, but it probably smells like mint. It doesn't say that, but that's just what I'm imagining. <laughs> Minty farts. Or like strawberries if you're going for like a hubba-bubba. Mm. You know? <laughs> Good old hubba-bubba. Um, let's have a look. There's a, did you know that humans are just as hairy as, as any other species of ape? We have the same number of hair follicles per square, square centimeter of skin. Um, it's just our hair is a lot finer. Uh-huh. So we have. Wow. You know, it sort of makes sense. I can sort of see why. I mean, I'm yeah, covered in hair. hair. Yeah. Even like you see, even in like, even in like, say, like small children, or like you know, mm. um, the fairer sexes. Even though they're obviously a lot hairier than like a hairy chap, mm. they they have still got like fine little blonde hairs. Yeah, and, do you know what I mean? But, but it's just you just have to ones. you have to look mm. really close. Mm. So it's not like they actually are bald; mm. it's just the hair super fine, like little short blonde hairs. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Um, this is a really weird fact. If this is if this is true, then this is strange. Oral sex was illegal in Canada right up until
2: 1969.
1: Imagine uh, that! Uh, ironic. 69. Oh! <laughs> and then everyone was a 69er in non-stop. Yeah. Imagine if that's why it was called a 69. <laughs> yeah. I'd like it if that was one of those sort of um, facts. Did you know that um, while Neil Armstrong may have been the first man on the moon, Buzz Aldrin will be forever remembered as the first man that had a wee on the moon? Nice. A lesser known fact. Mm. Did you know that Neil and Buzz also left four bags of poo on the moon before they returned to Earth?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) This next fact is
1: so freaking weird and just puts into perspective like the freaking spectrum of cleanliness. Vultures get so filthy that they deliberately poo on their own legs as a way of cleaning them.
0: Oh, <laughs> my
1: God. Which makes me think, how freaking dirty are your legs if oh, you're pooing on them oh, to clean them? Like, surely, like, normally you'd think, I need to like clean, clean them because they got poo on them. <laughs> not I'm going to clean Unless them with poo. poo. in pure water, that's just yeah. not good. <laughs> that's not good, is it? That is really not good. Man, yeah, that's really weird. <sighs> right so I think we'll leave it there good abundance of <laughs> facts there man oh, it was, oh go on I'm just even this one as well female kangaroos of three vaginas oh Ooh, what a one to boom. end on <laughs> boom look deeper into that if you want ladies and gentlemen thanks for chilling with us again folks we love it we appreciate you we'll be with you again next week have a great week everyone to toughen now to toughen